a man can only produce a load every 30 seconds and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. seconds? <laughs> it's not trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Sincast, presented by CinemaSins. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSense. Joined, as always, by the voice of CinemaSense, Jeremy Scott. Ah, that's me. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jeremy. And uh, for music video sins, Barrett Sherry. Hello. Is that your, like, horrified, like, yeah, sk- jump scare voice? Yeah, the mood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very nice. Yeah, it's a jump introduction. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, some special guests here today. Yeah, Yay! baby. Yeah. yeah, from the horror version, we have Jen. We have Todd. Hello. We have Mikey. Hello there. Hey. Hey. He's fancy. <laughs> you guys are part of the Modern Horrors Network. Yes. Yes. Uh, we've had the Modern Horrors guys on here a couple of times. Absolutely. Uh, usually every October we do this, you know. Why would we do that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, anyway, uh, yeah, tell us something about yourselves and how you started the Horror Virgin. Um, um this is Todd. I am the horror virgin, I guess, because I hate horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jen and I got together uh, just through mutual friends, and she loves horror movies. Okay. And, and so the idea was brought that we should force me to watch <laughs> horror movies mm-hmm. and then pretty much dedicate a podcast to making fun of me. Okay. Yeah. And for some reason, I said, yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> and convincing him to like horror movies. Yeah, that is my that. mission. Okay. Yeah. Why do you, why do you, why do you hate horror movies? I don't like being scared. So I, anything that scares me, like, um, movies, roller coasters, uh, I can do some roller coasters, but relationships. like, relationships. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, that's true. yeah. Small birds. Yeah. 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 Todd's great because in gore, he'll just start gagging. I will. Right. Like, give him yeah. a trash can. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. This- let, me, let me just give you an example. So our third episode was hereditary. We uh-huh. saw it live in the theater. Uh, and there's a very scary part in it. I don't want to ruin it for anybody. It's towards the end. Mm-hmm. And I stood up and yelled, fuck, <laughs> at the screen. It's true. And then about 30 seconds after that, the 10 starts to die down in the movie and then you hear pockets of people laughing around me <laughs> and if I could tell anyone like what the podcast is it's very much that okay. yeah. yeah and then we got back home to record the uh, into the pod and our friend had a giant Spider-Man in the top corner of the room uh, and we couldn't figure out how to turn the lights on and Todd freaked out mm-hmm. it was very funny I yeah I get very scared. See, yeah. <laughs> this is great to me because it, 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 I don't know what it is. It makes me feel right with the world that there are people who get this scared yeah, yeah, yeah. about horror movies. I am the complete opposite of this. Oh, yeah? yeah. I mean, it's, it's always been just too unreal for me. Yeah. That I just never have gotten to that. But the fact that you can, <laughs> that's amazing. That's, <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. So I, one of my, uh, well, my girlfriend is like that. She does not care. Like the scariest movie she'll laugh through mm-hmm. so like there's sometimes when i'll text her like and we record at night and so we're i'm coming home at like midnight or 1 a.m i'm like hey can you turn all the lights on and meet me at the door <laughs> and, and stuff like that because i i am scared to walk from my car to the apartment like it's, wow. it's worse than that because like yeah. i'll laugh the whole time and then todd will be like can you go to the bathroom and look behind the curtain that's true <laughs> The shower, I, the shower curtain. I really wish that <laughs> hadn't happened recently. <laughs> that was three weeks ago. And yeah. it's a, it's like a child's bathroom with like frozen stuff. Like, yeah. No one's behind Yo, Olaf. You're good to go, yeah, Toddy. But, <laughs> but Elsa, 
she's pretty scary, she's man. Got yeah, she's very icy, <laughs> just like the woman in your life. Suck it, Mikey. All right, I love you guys. <laughs> Both fictional <laughs> women and. In yeah. Your life, yeah. <laughs> Let's let's talk about your relationships. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, um, it's funny to me because I in in pre- preparation for this interview today, I was listening to some of your your podcast, and I listened to your episode zero where you sort of laid everything out. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then and then what's the first episode? You just got to just threw them into the fire. Yeah, yeah, we you did. did, Jen. <laughs> What was the first episode again? The Exorcist. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you, here's somebody who really hates and is scared of horror films. Let's start with The Exorcist. Yeah. <laughs> and specifically, like, that spiritual horror. Like, the first movie I ever watched when I was a kid was The Omen. Well, the first scary movie was The Omen. So it's, like, or sort of in that same realm. So I'm specifically scared of that type of horror. So naturally, they were like, yeah, we should start them off with The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have heard this, too. I've heard, th- I've heard some people who... They they have a split on their horror stuff where it's like if as long as it's not supernatural they're fine, yeah. but when it's supernatural yeah. that's when it gets super scary for them. Well, if you grow up like I did, which probably none of you did, but if you grew up in the, in the church, if you grew up like very engaged with Christianity, yeah, um, and that was me. The Bible verses are always talking about spirits. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is casting out uh-huh. demons and. Even while the churches I went to, we, my dad, the pastor, did not do any on stage casting out of demons. And I might have even giggled if I'd seen somebody do something like that. The possibility was still there. Yeah. Man. Because if you buy in on the positive stuff about the Bible, you got to buy in on the not so positive <laughs> right. stuff, too. And so the idea of demons, even the conjuring mm-hmm. was I can't uh, I literally can't watch The Exorcist because I okay. saw that I went to a, an idiot friend's house whose parents didn't care about my parents wishes. And they showed me The Exorcist when I was like eight. Um, <laughs> so you had a similar experience to me then? Yes. Yeah. Right, yes. I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. But The Conjuring, I was scared to watch because I was like, this is going to be, this is going to trigger something. Mm-hmm. And I'm mostly over that now, but I totally get that split. And I think it's probably along the lines of people who were religious or are religious that that line is drawn. Oh, oh, Michael Myers? Okay, fine. I'll watch mm-hmm. him slash people up. But a demon? Yeah. No, I got no, I want yeah. nothing to yeah. do with that. No, that is interesting. And what, what really gets, you know, the chills? Mm-hmm. You probably don't typically get chills at horror movies. Yeah, anymore, I could right? probably count on my hand, one hand, how yeah. many times I've had. That's what I, that's what I crave mm-hmm. is that because I'm like you like either I'll get grossed out or I'll get I'll actually get startled by jump scares every fucking time mm-hmm. yeah. and I hate I it I hate yeah. jump well, scares that- I don't crave that but I do crave the chill yeah like, mm-hmm. like that you when you see something in the the background <laughs> good example of this is in it the it chapter mm-hmm. one where I didn't even notice this until <laughs> Jonathan pointed it out recently. Uh, where uh, th- it was in the library and Ben is doing his stuff. Yep. He sees the balloon and he goes to chase it. In the background is the librarian with yep. this giant grin on her face. <laughs> yeah. And just talking about yep. it right now, I get goosebumps. And as soon as I noticed that, I was like, yeah. yeah. And that is like the good, cool part about horror for me. I, I can't remember if it, because James Wan did both of them, Insidious and Conjuring. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the, there's a, there's, I think it's, Oh, I think it's the, oh man, I can't remember because, because they're both similar yeah, in, a, yeah. in, a, in the way that they're done. But the one where like one will, will sort of like direct your eyes in certain directions mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then just kind of like 
barely put something to the side that just comes out of nowhere and he does that with patrick wilson who's in both of those movies uh (laughs) where he's just talking and then the demon is behind him and it's Mm -hmm. like and it's like oh shit that's that was a really really good one insidious yeah we just insidious okay (laughs) yeah we almost broke the ottoman yeah we did did that recently (laughs) and in that moment i i literally like i usually sit in a chair by myself that's not facing the stairs behind me because I can't have something behind me. I have to be against the wall. Yeah, we learned then, that during the Evil Dead episode. <laughs> I, I literally, during Evil Dead, got up and moved to the chair. I was like, switch places with me. I can't do this. Do you uh, want to tell them why that happened? I don't want to talk it's about it. It's because I was looking at him talking and then I just looked right next to him. Oh, nice. Yes. And he thought there was somebody behind him. Yeah, <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. It was not okay. I think that was, that. That that's one of those now, like, you know, I was I worked as a projectionist for a really long time, so yeah. like I watched movies on Thursday nights, and so there was nobody in the theaters where I, I watched. could not have done that. So <laughs> so like that one was one. I think it may have been a couple others watching Insidious with me. I'm not sure, but I remember that was one where I audibly said, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do it often because Juan really is good at that. He's yeah. just kind of like, "Here's your where's your focus should be." Patrick Wilson is talking. Pay attention to him, and then just like. Yeah, that's yeah. Nice. <laughs> well, it, it's cutting back between sort of like um, they're talking about something and it's cutting back to like a dark room mm-hmm. and you expect the jump scare to be in the dark room, not in the light room where they're talking about whatever yeah. the dream or whatever they're talking about. So I was like, every time I went to the dark room, I was like covering my eyes or like pulling my hat down really low. And then it cuts, cuts back to Patrick Wilson. You think you're fine. And then no, fuck you. <laughs> the the yeah. lipstick monster is behind him. Yeah. And I'm breaking the ottoman. I'm like, of yeah. course, unfortunately, like over time, Juan kept making a ton of these movies. And so like yeah. you get, you'd be started to get to the point where I'm expecting it to come. Mm-hmm. For, and they're still pretty effective, but like for the most part, you're just like, okay, here, where's the thing coming? And there's going to be just to the side, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everything. Um, I'm looking forward to getting to a point point where i'm like able to <laughs> not be so scared mm-hmm. yeah it's been watched, over a year i don't think it's yeah, gonna happen i thought it would happen by now but we've watched all these movies and the only one that's really scared me is arachnophobia <laughs> scared of spiders oh, i rewatched yeah. it with him and i was like i'm freaking out no yeah. man no spiders are Ugh. evil yeah mm-hmm. you've seen that movie though haven't you jeremy uh, arachnophobia arachnophobia yeah, yeah. yes and that was how i learned never to watch movies about spiders yeah <laughs> i think it's arguably john goodman's best performance oh, yeah? he's amazing in that it's the scariest movie of all yeah. time the john goodman the john goodman theme music in that is amazing too he has his own music for that movie it's awesome because well, they went with like they went for kind of an almost comic tone he right is, yeah he is but the they comedy. still have there's still like scenes with Thousands of fucking spiders yes. crawling across uh, the floor. It's insane. Like, what is it? it was arachnophobia, Joe Dante. Yes, I probably. Think so. Um, because that I mean, he's probably going for that Gremlins almost yeah. feel or whatever. Yeah, but about right. No, it's Frank Marshall. Whoa, <laughs> Frank Marshall did that. Wow, Whoa. that's crazy. What is uh, Frank Marshall famous for? Uh, Being Penny Marshall's brother? He, uh, no, <laughs> that's, that's Gary Marshall. <laughs> that's Gary Marshall, but a Spielberg producer. Uh, yeah, he's a oh, Spiel- yeah, yeah. he's a Spielberg yeah. producer mostly. But he I think did, this is his only movie. He did Eight Below. He did Congo. Yeah, he did Alive. Congo. That's uh, right. I knew he did Alive. We must yeah. find the guy. Congo honestly should have been a career killer. Is that, <laughs> is that the, be honest. Is that the don't eat, don't eat the sesame cake no, with Tim Curry? No, no. Oh, okay. Amy's scared. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You say career killer, I say. Oh, Jesus. That's a good Saturday. That movie. <laughs> Fucking Congo, man. Oh, man. I don't think that's even a good book, even. I think, not. I, I think I read that. But I was in that. That was in that phase. Hollywood and I were in the same exact phase where let's let's get everything with Michael Crichton that we mm-hmm. could possibly get. And they were making all the movies and I was reading all the books and I, I liked most of them. I kept reading his stuff 
Right up until the end, yeah. but Congo was my least favorite of his books, and then that movie was just... <laughs> that, was a, that was an early Laura Lenny movie. It like was. Nobody yeah. knew Laura Lenny was going to be good because they because watched she that. Was in that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jen, you seem to be the horror expert here, so... She is, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I would say expert, but I'll take it. So so tell me tell me your tell me your uh, first few first experiences with horror and what's your favorites and all that. So, yes, I love horror. I remember watching Fright Night when mm. I was in probably third grade at a friend's house and it terrified me and I was hooked. My dad was a huge Stephen King fan so I grew up with like his books on the shelf and I just love it and I've always kind of sought it out and I think it it really helps me kind of understand things that I'm afraid of. And now that I'm older, I can kind of look back and like connect my fears to it. And it helped, it's helped me like work through a lot of my fears. I think it's like, I like the thrill. It's like a roller coaster, you know, mm. I just love it so much. And I think so many people, especially when you're a woman, people are surprised that you like horror. And my friend actually asked me the other day and I was like, but everybody tells themselves scary stories because mm. like we were talking about Seriously? earlier, Religion is basically avoiding going to hell, yeah. which is the afterlife. We always talk about what well, we don't always talk about, but we say, if I were going to die tomorrow, what would I do today? And if my house were burning down, what would I save? And so those are terrifying things to happen. And lots of horror movies are based on those stories. Mm. And that shows us what we care about. And it shows us who we are. And I think that's why I love horror so much, because it's shown me so much about myself. And it's I've watched all of these amazing female characters like overcome these really great things and it's given me a lot of strength and it's fun yeah that's awesome. like the most reasoned thought out answer <laughs> ever said yeah. 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 i'm kind of thinking about part. editing it out because it's, yeah. it's so, it's so yeah. out of place yeah. it's like it's like when uh it's was it good was it like the sex pistols came back after so many years and johnny rotten was like oh we're just too good at these yeah, instruments yeah. now we need to go back and learn how to be bad at them um just kidding obviously but uh you know what though i think though and this is me sort of talking out of my ass although there are some there are some there's some data to back this up i think more women watch horror movies a lot more than women men. than people think i'm not exact i think it would probably be pretty close but that's one of the things that um they started to realize in the 80s was that a lot of these horror movies the audience was women mm -hmm. these movies that they were saying hate women or and are um like abusing them and exploiting them but women were a big part of the audience and mm -hmm. i think that's because um my feminist ideas women deal with terrifying situations every day that we don't really get to talk about that much and we're in a time now where we're talking about it a lot more but this was a way for us to kind of explore those fears and watch other women overcome them and like join together like the final girl is my favorite character trope in all of cinema mm -hmm. and I, that's one of the main reasons that i love horror yeah there's a there's a i mean that's the thing right most of the time their women are the heroes of these movies yeah it's a very feminist genre right yeah. um <laughs> i was just watching halloween the other day mm -hmm. the original halloween mm -hmm. which I, I was saying earlier i did not realize the brilliance of until finally just now this viewing and Lori kills that motherfucker twice mm -hmm. before yeah. loomis gets to him yeah, yeah. and i mean yeah. she's just like a, a frightened babysitter but she's like yeah. You know, basically like Mama Gorilla, 
Yeah. With a knitting needle. <laughs> I'm a gorilla. That I'm a gorilla. You gotta stop thinking about Kanye. <laughs> with like the knitting pen and with mm-hmm. the, the knife and all that stuff. She's gonna protect those kids yeah. and herself and she's a badass. And then mm-hmm. Lo- Loomis comes in and shoots him what? Six times? Yeah, yeah. she does. I shot him six times. <laughs> yeah. Six times. I swear to God, oh my God. he yells that six times. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, like uh when I when I look at a horror movie that does particularly well and they do that uh they do this whole like dividing up the audience thing it's very often it's 52% female mm-hmm. and 48% male and I don't know if it's because more women are going to the theater there's something that skews that but I think that just goes to show it's not any particular you know genders uh right. particular genre or mm-hmm. anything and I also I also think it's one of the few genres of films that like if you it's like a date night like mm-hmm. like like jen said it's like a it's like a roller coaster so if you really want to get your even a bad horror movie you're gonna have fun going to see mm-hmm. uh, the va- well <laughs> not utah but natalie would yeah i mean my girlfriend natalie would love to she goes to a lot of the when we go to like opening night showings and then do an episode quick turnaround mm-hmm. she goes to a lot of those but like i went on a i the girl i was obsessed with in high school wanted to go see the blair witch project and it was like our only date because I didn't handle it well. No. And, uh, that, that, so, so I, I would say that you're probably right, but for not for everybody, does it always equate to a good date night? I gotta say this right here because last year, just this time last year, we had Luke in here from Modern Horrors, yeah. and he was telling us about the most disgusting, visceral movie he's ever seen in his entire life of watching disgusting, visceral horror films, and then he was like. By the way, I took my girlfriend uh, on our first date to this <laughs> thing, yeah. who he now has married. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's someone for so everyone. This is the polar yeah. opposite of that whole thing. <laughs> she can handle Kuso. She's the keeper. Is, this the, is that what it was? I think that was. What oh it was, my god! Yeah. So this is the total opposite of that within one year. Yeah, yeah. Right. Except she never spoke to me again. So <laughs> it's very different. Was it the movie, <laughs> or was it you asking her to walk you to her car, or just to who your you are as a person deep inside? Hey, I am and was delightful. <laughs> <laughs> so what are have you got do you guys watch a lot of like the the sort of the diy type of horror movies that modern horrors do or are you more mainstream than- i would say we're probably more mainstream yeah. although we have watched what were some of the the lower budget sort of found footage what was that we watched vhs the, yes we watched vhs oh, i love yes. that movie <laughs> this is one i keep hearing about and i haven't seen it's well, really really good it was my selection and it, it didn't quite hold up as well as i wanted it to no, no. the last haunted did- house part is terrifying and i loved the first the succubus mm-hmm. vignette mm-hmm. yeah we also watched the last shift which is a pretty uh oh pretty lower yeah. budget which was actually yeah. demanded by jay hopkins because we went over to his house and watched it in surround sound and almost pitch black just t- scared the last even shift? More. have you seen this? yeah no it's, it's on really netflix good. it's pretty good it, it yeah. is mm-hmm. i hated it but it's a good <laughs> horror movie like i hate all the movies we do more or less unless mm-hmm. they're like horror comedies i love those but yeah it's one you should watch yeah. are you mm-hmm. getting to the point where you can appreciate these movies now even uh, though- yeah i think so i i mean i can say i bet horror fans love this movie but mm-hmm. i hate mm-hmm. this movie and, and that's usually like the best the best like um, the best compliment yeah the best compliment I can give it is that I hated it <laughs> yeah because it means it terrified you yeah, yeah, yeah Jen yeah. and I take turns picking the movie so mm-hmm. every once in a while I'll pick like a fun movie that I think Todd will like <laughs> 
Are like just, House 2? Yeah. House 2 is the oh best movie. Oh my god, movie. it was so great. That was a fun day. House 2? Oh, oh yeah. It's Where have insane. you been? I don't know. It's the best movie ever made. <laughs> you, you already said that about um, Jumanji or whatever the fuck. Jumanji. It's tied. There are a lot of movies tied in Mikey's head. <laughs> Watching Jen and, and Todd watch House 2 is funny. They're like, what's he going to do now? I'm like, oh, he's going to pull out an Uzi and shoot the pterodactyl. Yeah. Yeah, and that happened. This is You're House 2. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then it could have been from Congo too. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it could. Amy scared of pterodactyl. So, so do I have to watch House One? No, to, don't. To get House no. Two. Don't. Okay. No. It's not it's, related. It's like Evil Dead, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a whole different story. <laughs> okay. Where do you guys you. land on the Wrong Turn franchise? I have seen a couple of those. It's good. I, it's a little more bo- body horror than I really like, and it's kind of that hillbilly body's getting really torn apart and shredded that I'm not super crazy about. I but... skipped those parts. I'm just talking about the hot teens <laughs> oh, uh, flirting oh, in skimpy yeah, yeah. outfits. <laughs> That's my favorite part <laughs> right, of it. Anyway. Yeah, you. <laughs> now you're starting to sound like me. I haven't uh, seen those movies I yet. went on a binge. I watched all five of them. Um, there are five? Yeah. yeah. Well, there are six now, right? They're making a sixth one now. <laughs> Even wrongier turn. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the first one is the wrong. Really, the one yes. that has the budget and Eliza Dushku and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the yeah, cast. That, that one's enjoyable. Okay, mm-hmm. and and pretty decent. Yeah, I don't think any of the rest of them are any good. But I love my. This is the thing. I'm 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 very much like you. I don't like horror. Nice. This cinema sense gig has gotten me watching a lot more of it. Yeah, and I'm starting to get into it a little more. Um, but if it's really shitty, like really bad, yeah. the acting's bad, the effects are bad, the budget is low, I'm not scared of that shit. And <laughs> oh, I can yeah. enjoy the badness of it because I know I, it's so fake. Yeah. I can't even for a second get scared that Cindy's going to you know, die before she takes her top off or whatever. <laughs> and Cindy always dies. <laughs> and she and always takes her top, her top off. <laughs> yes, yes. It's you that would... part I appreciate the most. <laughs> right, right. But I'm the same way. So like when we watch older horror films... Um, except for like the thing, which is a like notable exception because the effects are so good in that it's not as scary yeah. because it is sort of silly. Like yeah. even Event Horizon, that is like late nineties. Mm-hmm. The effects in that are pretty bad now. Yeah. Like they just it was yeah, CGI are. before CGI got really passable. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not that, that movie's scary. having like a bit of a like homecoming though. it is like people on the internet are starting to talk about that like it, it was, yeah, we are. i favorite. love that movie it's oh. not my favorite but it's up there it was there was a have you seen it recently <laughs> no i saw it when it came out i built that fucking movie yeah. and i pre-screened it and i hate it same here I yeah never watched same. it again. exact same situation i built it i watched it i don't remember anything about it yeah. Yeah. except that you hated it yeah no, i just remember that it sucked yeah. but i need to yeah, see yeah, it yeah. again at some point uh what was in this experience of seeing these you said you've been doing this a year now uh, a little over a year yeah. actually a over yeah. a year and this so which one has been your favorite one out of this group oh maybe house two it's either house two it's either house two or um the rise of leslie vernon oh, oh. i love the rise oh, of leslie yeah. vernon. And i have a very strong bromance going on with nathan nathan bissell the lead character <laughs> yeah, from that. yeah because i honestly think he should have been like he should have had tom cruise's career after mm-hmm. that movie because he's so good in that movie so like we're friends on twitter oh and, really? like, we'll like talk back and forth on twitter he's like the most like level-headed very cool guy because he's like 
you know, a normal dude. You know? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, his career didn't blow up. He actually uh, sort of works in the industry still, but like more behind the camera than in front of it. And mm-hmm. So I, I, I like him a lot. And he's amazing in that movie. And the, the movie's more funny than scary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 almost it almost makes me like uh, mad that that movie has come out because there's so many other horror genres that need this. Yeah. That need this behind the scenes, quote unquote, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. <laughs> I feel like demon, anything demons should yeah. have something with a, behind the scenes where they ask the demon what the hell is he yeah. fucking doing <laughs> why, are you fucking, why are you a jump scaring dick right yeah like why don't you just go ahead and kill this person no i can't do that right now because you know it just, it just cuts to him in like a confessional booth like a red fire behind him he's just like i had a, I had a rough childhood uh, hey who says who says explain. we can't make that movie right let's just go ahead and do it i got the first 30 pages right here right. demons dollar sign yes he's like this is my art this is my process <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way house two is subtitled the second story yeah. yes uh it is 5.4 on imdb that's high nine percent total overall and rotten tomatoes <laughs> uh it cost three million dollars to make and came out in 1987 yeah. i am watching the fuck out of this movie <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah guys it is a cocaine it. fever dream yeah it really is oh man mm-hmm. you had me at cocaine <laughs> yes <laughs> yes um oh it's amazing so so though so okay i guess there's a guess there's a couple of different kind of questions kind of levels to this what your experience has been all levels cheering that's right (laughs) so those were your favorite that's like that your favorite to watch yeah what about experiences in like you got the scared the most or like the most reactions came out of it or anything like that so um hereditary when we saw it in the theater the uh sort of last I don't know, 10 minutes of mm-hmm. that are probably the most scared I've ever been in a theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I don't know if I can spoil it, but it's like from the moment shit starts to hit the fan and they start chasing her oldest son up the stairs yeah, and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's the moment where I stood up and like, right after the naked guy misdirection. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, he was pointing the other Classic way. film yeah. technique. I know. <laughs> 1914. I know, right? Yeah. You see her in the uh, in the corner above him and then like you cut to a naked guy in the corner laughing and yeah. then it cuts to her by the fireplace running at him like a dog. That scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like that was the scariest moment I think I've experienced in the theater ever we watched it chapter one okay uh, in the pod loft and the projection scene in it chapter one is probably the next scariest moment for mm. me even though it wasn't in the theater we watched it late one night and that is fucking scary mm. oh when the slide starts yes. yeah. oh that's a fucked yeah, up scene it man. is so scary and then uh i mean i'm just constantly scared like we will put up videos on patreon of me uh. like jump scaring and like it's yeah people enjoy my pain so would you rather would you rather take him to a theater for this very reason or would you rather him not because it's embarrassing <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is a fair question hurtful yeah. but fair i tend to sit a few seats away now because i know <laughs> i sit right next to him i have no self-respect <laughs> it, does Just kind of, it helps me not get so scared sometimes like it takes me out a little bit because i can kind of you know mm. it takes the pressure off yeah you know? yeah yeah we went and saw the nun in the theater and she oh, was sitting next yeah. to me and I, oh, that movie is such trash. <laughs> I hated it so much because uh-huh. it's A, not a good movie, and it's B, only jump scare. Yeah. So it's like, and supernatural, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, oh, I fucking hated it. But I literally unbuttoned my shirt and buttoned it up around my nose. So I was yeah. like. <laughs> I took a picture and yeah. one of our uh, people in the Facebook group drew an illustration yeah, they, of it. Yeah, <laughs> they sketched it. And, yeah. <laughs> so that is on the internet somewhere. <laughs> 
Mikey, what is what are your favorites? What is your favorite experiences aside from House Two? I mean, that's an obvious. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that we share that. Mikey. Yeah, Jen had such a great answer. Like, <laughs> welcome to stupid Mikey. I, mean, <laughs> I was a kid and started watching horror movies and started loving them. Uh, I the couple movies that scared me were like The Pit, like movies from the seventies. For some reason, just scared me. Mm-hmm. Not not the money pit with Tom Hanks. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. It's Dude, like a, okay. it's like a, it's a like this kid finds a pit with creatures in it. He starts throwing other kids in it. Ah. What? And it scared the hell out of me as a kid. The seventies <laughs> scared the hell out of me. Yeah, as a kid. yeah. <laughs> just in general. Oh, uh, but I and I love and then I, I went from that to like silly horror to like you know, I I just love it. I mean, silly action and. But also, I like to be really scared and, and then like inviting a bunch of people over, having spend the night parties. Like when I was a kid, and then with family, we did it. And it, it, it's a lot of nostalgia with that. And uh, your spend the night parties have changed a bit now that you're an adult. <laughs> yeah, tell them about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. <laughs> but he leaves because he has a meeting in the morning. <laughs> right. There's, uh, there's something about uh, you were saying 70s horror, and I think I know maybe what you're getting at because it's the same way with me. 70s horror has this weird like first off the film quality is yeah. always grainy mm-hmm. there's a there's a, there's always this uh i don't know there's there's more I don't know if it's realism is the word that i'm looking for like, but the realistic hi- tension yeah, yeah because they can't hide behind stupid effects yeah most of the time this right. is why yeah, alien is so good you yeah, know right. you're not you Versus Alien Covenant, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> You're not having you know, was, beasties jump on. There you. was something that happened in the '80s where they were trying to franchise everything. It seemed mm-hmm. like, and so like everything, they started trying to get better and better quality. And to me, when a horror movie has like really high production values, it it like takes that scare factor all the way down for me. And I'll sometimes hear, and even the modern horrors guys, they love that great cinematography mm-hmm. and everything. I'm like, yeah. M- the conjuring looks great or whatever and the conjuring is a bad example because that's a decent movie but uh like when something looked great to me i just generally get out of the whole horror thing altogether well that's know? that's the beautiful I, we've talked about or i've talked about midsummer a lot this morning uh but that's mm-hmm. the beautiful trick that i think it's ari aster ari aster yeah ari, aster. ari, aster. ari or ari um that's the beautiful trick that he played in that movie is making the daytime horror uh-huh. legitimately scary, at least to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yes, he relies on gore at, at certain times, but just the conceptual stuff that mm-hmm. is just unsettling and it's all right in front of you and it does have the high production value and that's the the exception to the rule yeah, for sure I guess so yeah, yeah for sure those uh, 70 movies it just feels like you're watching someone's nightmare yeah they yeah, seem yeah, yeah. like they seem mm-hmm. almost snuff film in yeah. a way yeah. because they're like, so grainy rosemary's baby was the 60s not yeah the 68, 68. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but there's almost no scary visuals in that like mm-hmm. that when she's having that nightmare yeah realizes it's all happening but for the most part it's like i mean if you just wrote down what's happening on screen mm-hmm. it's like a married couple moving into a new apartment <laughs> really it's, neighbors really right. it's the, really the Ro- rosemary's baby is everything that you realize afterwards make in, makes it you informs you of what's been happening this whole time yeah. mm-hmm. i mean that scene where his her husband is just like well you were so drunk i went ahead and did it anyway oh my God. and i was like <laughs> i was like this is like horrifying yeah to, to, and then and then you realize the whole reason for it and everything and it's like wow this is even more 
demonic and evil than I thought it was. Like, it's evil in the first place, but now it's, like, even worse. I think yeah. even, we we were talking earlier before you guys were in here about Halloween uh, with our live Patreon thing and, and about how he's on the fringes, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you feel his presence. Th- I still feel like a lot of that was because of when they made that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as the franchise goes on, effects get better, uh, fake blood gets cheaper, <laughs> and it be- turns into this slasher series, whereas in the 60s and 70s, you had to sell your tension with ideas yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. more than with scares. It's this idea that I've always thought about with everything. Like when, when Star Wars came out, everybody tried to come out with their new Star Wars. Well, you liked these couple things about star wars right we'll make our whole movie with those couple things in it and realize that the the ingredients aren't the same it doesn't make uh that movie good Mm -hmm. and everything and halloween is one of those where they've like where they went back and like let's copy what we well people love michael myers let's do michael myers and then it's and they don't really think about all those little like things where he's just right on the edge of the frame the camera just shows him for a bit and then it just kind of like, he, now it's disappeared. Where is he? Where is he? Yep. And it's never and the more it. backstory they added with him, the less scary. When he was yeah. just like a random guy just coming to kill everyone. Like, it's like, that's your nightmare. It's just like random psychopath in the street comes in and stabs you. Yep. Yeah. But the, the more backstory they added with the more movies, it just felt like it got less scarier. Yep. Right. Yeah. Just like Joker. What? <laughs> and Congo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Joker scared. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like when Jarrett Leto called his uh, agents at CAA to complain about oh, uh, yeah. Joker. The jo- the uh, I want Joker all of that yeah. to be true. I, know. <laughs> I want all that to be true <laughs> because that matches pretty much what I thought about Jared Leto. Me too. And yet I also kind of get his point. Like they did yeah. kind of like say you're going to be the Joker at times. There were movies in development for yeah. him. Yeah. And then here comes Todd Phillips with his little indie project that's going to earn $800 million in two weeks and Jared Leto's fucked. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I want all of that to be true. Ha- yeah. Have there been any good horror movies this year? No. Yes. yes. What would oh, you say bad. are good? <laughs> my favorite horror movie of the year is The Perfection, and it's on Netflix right oh, now. Oh, The Perfection I is love, so love, fucked love up. It. it is it very is. fucked up. Yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. Yes, good. So people are real divided on y- that. Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah, I liked Us. Yeah, I like that. That's yeah, yeah. great. There you um, go. Yeah. I loved Midsummer. You know, I liked mm-hmm. it. Chapter two. I didn't love it. Um, yeah. So you're yeah. a Stephen King fan. Right? I am she a Stephen is King obsessed super fan. with Stephen oh, King. Two boy. more books, and then I have read everything he's written. Holy wow. shit! That's actually yeah. really That's a lot impressive. It's taken me seven years. <laughs> if yeah. Stephen wow. King ever gets murdered, you better find out where Jen is currently. She <laughs> might I'm be outside with cancer with the rye in her hand. Yikes! So you liked it, Chapter one. I liked it. Chapter one. Yeah, I I liked it a lot. I don't want to say I loved it. And I liked it more than it chapter two. You liked it more than it chapter two. I was I very disappointed with it chapter two. I think we all right. were. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, I, because I, with that cast, with that material, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I say that material, but that material, the book itself is is probably less strong on that second half than it yeah. is on the first half. Mm-hmm. And that kid cast with chapter one was so perfect. They were solid. Yeah, yeah it's like lightning in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think when I was watching it, chapter two, I felt like they had shot a four-hour movie mm. and cut out like an hour plus of it. So there were chunks, like especially with Bev, that I just didn't understand because I think they cut yep. it and I wa- they did her story pretty bad and Mike's story I didn't mm. like and those are two of my favorites of the Losers Club and so yeah that did feel he I, did though like he's uh, he's actually talking about touring 
combining it chapter one and it chapter two but adding back footage from the second one it would be like a five-hour movie and i would watch this yeah she would Uh, but then i think well maybe can you just make it three you know, if Make you're it like gonna a go, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I would love for all of Stephen St- King's stuff to be on HBO. It's like the new, like the Dark Tower would be great yeah. for HBO. You know, you didn't yeah. like the Dark Tower movie? I did not see the Dark Tower. I did no, see it. Don't, don't That's watch. That's why I didn't no. see it. Yeah. It's real bad. Yeah. That, that, I still don't know what really happened with that. They were trying to make the entire series with that one movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And yes. they left out all of. The good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. seven <laughs> books in a multiverse. You can't put it in an hour and a half. Also, I think that was written by people that don't really love those books, and they were trying to please like hardcore Dark Tower fans and mainstream audiences, and you just can't really do mm. both of those things. I, I actually liked it, Chapter Two, a little bit. I Did think you? I think the CGI kind of ruined the scares, mm-hmm. but I like how Chapters One and Two were doing. And and I this is what I like about us too is that. It seemed like it was doing something different that hard doesn't mm-hmm. usually do, mm-hmm. which is put a lot of heart into it, uh, really character-driven. And there's a lot of like, oh, there's a ghost, or there's a demon, and it's like, or here's a slasher. But I really liked Us and it and the stuff that it was trying to do, uh, bringing a deeper meaning to horror. Mm-hmm. Not elevated horror, but like uh, just like <laughs> just more character development. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was an episode that we got pretty deep about some personal yeah. traumas yeah. that we've had in the past. And that's one thing I really love about our show is it's real fun. And we have our house two episodes where it's just bonkers. But then we've had some really <laughs> serious episodes where we've talked about like some deep things. Because yeah. when you talk about what you're afraid of, you're talking about things from your past and you're kind of making sense of it. And, you know, that was one episode. We heard from people that it made them cry when they were listening. Hmm. It's like, oh, awesome. wow. Well, and that is something that uh, over the years we've seen with especially a lot of these independent horror movies that aren't really horror movies, but they call them that and everything. They all have some sort of comment or they're they're more commentary or socially conscious than most movies that you see. Yep. Um, and uh, it's, it, it's amazing horror is this conduit for for these type of topics and everything whereas you know you can't really do that in a comedy or a or regular drama or anything comic like book that. movie yeah <laughs> yeah hey, did you see the news this week that sam raimi's next movie is going to be a horror movie I oh that'll that. be exciting yeah. yeah i basically saw that headline followed by everybody going yes yeah. I'm in. well i mean it's kind of i mean after he was definitely just looked like he was just beaten down after he did spider-man 3 he did drag me to hell and they just like just full you know pulled God, out all the stops awesome. on that i love drag me to hell oh, yeah, yeah drag me was awesome. great out of me. yeah and then he made that oz movie yeah with james franco yeah oh, oh, guess he, it's yeah. terrifying yeah i guess he got all that uh, i saw that i didn't yeah see. yeah it was bad. pretty bad it was bad. yeah it's pretty bad you mentioned this movie i think you recommended it uh earlier this year but happy death day to you yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. i caught that on the airplane uh recently uh-huh. and you talk about something that has something to say. Mm-hmm. You think a sequel to a Groundhog Day ripoff yeah. <laughs> with a PG-13 with a cute girl that dies all the time wouldn't have something to, that involves like nuclear physicists and stuff like that. <laughs> wouldn't have anything to say, but that movie has some meat to it. it has does. some girth. That's yeah. actually one of my favorite franchises. I, I was yeah, like, he's yeah. in love with that girl. Yeah, yeah. Well, every, everybody that. is. Yeah. 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 That <laughs> episode got pretty emotional, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I it went some places. We well, actually was... got to interview uh, Fee Vu, who yeah. is uh, <laughs> like the scientist the, guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? In the first one, his only line is that fine vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the call from his agent when they were like, yeah, we're going to make a sequel and you're like the main guy. He must have been like, 
really? <laughs> but he was so cool. He was so nice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but wow. yeah, we I actually sort of enjoyed that series just because it's well, I have comical. a comical secret mm-hmm. love for Groundhog Day ripoffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most yeah. of them are pretty good though. Yeah. They really are. And I was not expecting the emotional component to this yeah. because yeah. it's it's a mind bender. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which you wouldn't expect after the first one. Uh, but it also has a few scares in it. Uh, it's got like some, you know, here's how we're going to think through this. And then, man, it, it like hits you in the gut, yeah. especially yeah. towards the end. Where she's like, should I keep my mom alive? Yeah, real yeah. ethical yeah. questions. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the unfortunate thing about this is that I don't think it did well enough. And he already came out and said there wouldn't be a third one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I that's that sucks because I like this one more than I like the first one. I think mm-hmm. I do, too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's such a it's such a great print. And you know what? They. They did something, they, they could have gone through a whole bunch of like pitfalls with this, right? They yep. could have just done the exact same thing, only with one little wrinkle, mm-hmm. and everybody would, you know, it probably would have been, everybody would have been happy yep. with that or whatever, but they did something completely different with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and a I shame like, it no, nobody saw it, really. Yeah, I like how they set you up at the very beginning that it's essentially transferred mm-hmm. and then they they hit you with a with another like left upside the head and then they hit you uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's it's really really clever yeah uh, unexpectedly so yeah i, I would normally I, I mean i think you can end that series the way that this movie ends mm-hmm. but yeah i think if they if they could twist the first one to become this I trust them to twist the third one. Yeah, too. right, right, exactly. Yeah. Does the studio trust them to give them the financing? That's the question. Yeah. This is a movie that I think you would like too. I've seen it. Oh, you saw it? The I second saw both one? of them. Yeah, cool. Did like you like them. it? I liked them both. Cool. Um, I don't think I liked them as much as you. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't dislike them. Watch Midsummer. <laughs> that what I, all I came away with, <laughs> don't, don't all I came Midsummer. away with was that girl was great, and <laughs> yeah. I want to see her in more stuff because yes, she was really engaging. Mikey uh-huh. wants to see her with less stuff. <laughs> that, on. that fucking cool. scene, yeah, yeah, yeah. that skydiving scene where they cut oh, to yeah. that thing, and she's just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's amazing. Right. Yeah, I mean, who can sell a suicide montage to like working for the weekend or something? Yeah. <laughs> I do have a huge crush on her. Yeah, I follow her on Instagram, and she, I was like, I came in to record the podcast, and I was like, well, she's engaged, Todd. It's yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. Just get, yeah, she yeah. got married like right after this movie came out too. Yeah, I, I was like, hey, a lot of up. like a lot of marriages in a divorce, Mike. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, um, it's like catch him, uh, on the rebound. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like when Harry met Sally, where they're asking, uh, like, uh, was it they're asking Carrie Fisher, like, uh, Carrie Fisher's like, uh, so is he on the market? He's like, oh, he was married seven years ago. And he's like, well, he might not be married anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are y'all's favorite, uh, horror franchises? Uh, so the, we actually answered, uh, this on Patreon. Well, the, I mean, at least one movie. I don't know about a franchise, but, the original Halloween is is my favorite horror movie of all time, mainly because of that whole use of the frame and everything. It's it's ingenious, and no one has ever really copied it. I don't think. I don't feel like anybody's copied it in any big movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's maybe it's been done in other horror movies, but like just the idea that he's always lurking on the edge of that frame, the way they shoot that. It, you know, you don't see that anymore. You don't see people doing stuff like there's something in the background, mm-hmm. making you always look at where every, you know, yeah. making the frame something sort of an active experience where you're just like, no, you get an orchestra hit now and triple zooms in on his face. <laughs> yep. yeah. You see him? You see him? He's right there. Right. He's scary. And there's so, there's just several moments in the original Halloween where he's just in the background somewhere. Yeah, and it's you're super just like, subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, even, even the more audacious things where he sits up. Where he sits mm-hmm, up in the mm-hmm. background when she's like recovering, 
that legitimately gave me that chill feeling, even mm-hmm. though I'd seen it a million times yeah, the last yeah. time I watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, Franchise-wise, like, Scream started off really well, I thought. Like, Scream and then Scream 2, but then I hate Scream 3. <laughs> I do too, yeah. Scream 4 is not good at all. <laughs> Um, and then of course they tried to make a TV series, which I saw season one of, and it wasn't very good. Yeah, I saw a couple episodes. I actually guessed the killer like episode two, so I was like, eh, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, but was it Emma Roberts? (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't she in there? Yeah, I think she was. Actually, (laughs) actually, yeah, she's in four. Spoilers. Uh, but I don't remember. The entire cast is on the poster of every movie, so you know who dies in the previous one. That's, That's true. Nice. That's, That's true. Yeah. Uh, no, it was just, it's some character that comes up and starts talking. I mean, it's just, it's like so freaking obvious the mm-hmm. way it, I was just like, oh, God, this is so ham handed. It's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, Scream started off really well. I re- and I, and, and I was in my early days of movie theaters when, when that came out. So I got to see, um, the original Scream. We were the only, th- uh, and you guys are familiar with the area, so I don't have to like, but you may not be familiar with these theaters. I worked at Williamson Square 8 in Franklin. Oh, yeah. And which is no longer a theater. Yeah. Uh, and we had to compete with the Cool Springs Galleria 10, and that's no longer in existence. <laughs> uh, we had to compete with them for movies, and we got Scream, and they didn't. Ooh. And, and it's because they didn't think Scream was going to do anything. But, I think very, because it was such a hard, like it wasn't like in a place like Cool Springs Gallery and it was in a place like here where like at my theater, it, it got that word of mouth and everything. If it had been, it had been blown up into a big theater and everything, mm-hmm. I may have never gotten that kind of cult following and everything. Mm-hmm. And we had sellouts every night on that thing. It was just great watching crowd reaction. That's one of my biggest crowd reaction movies ever. And then when we got Scream 2, it was a big thing, too. I didn't like Scream 2 as much, but I thought it was good. Yeah. So we played off of that crowd reaction thing, yeah. too, at the very beginning. Yeah. When I worked at in Illinois, um, I worked at a theater called The Paramount that had one massive 1920 restored thousand seat auditorium and then wow. four little tiny ones uh awesome building it's still there um still a theater uh but we didn't compete we didn't have any competition the only theater in 10 miles was our sister theater same company and they were a three screen mm-hmm. <laughs> then along comes carmike was it carmike it was Car- cinemark Cinemark. We're, we're going to build a new theater at this mall, and we suddenly we found ourselves competing. And this was a new concept to me that I couldn't just have all the movies at this theater. So pre ninety seven, the pre summer of ninety seven, we're like, damn it, they got Batman and Robin. Yeah. Damn it, they got <laughs> Disney's Hercules. What is this Men in Black shit we're showing? And then by the end of summer, we beat the fuck out of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's uh, you know, like we the theater that I'm talking about, we actually didn't compete for movies, but. But in certain rare, I mean, they would get more stuff than we would because they were a 10 screen and they were a theater that did more business, obviously. But uh, we our only direct competition for movies was the Franklin Cinema. Oh, uh, downtown. Which was so it sucked so bad because like during the Star Wars reissues, we got the first Star Wars. He got Empire Strikes Back, oh, what? and we got Return of the Jedi. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> and he said some bullshit, too, like, oh, I didn't want to really run that one. I wanted to run some other fucking thing. I'm like, fuck you, dude. You, did, you definitely did that on purpose. <laughs> I think my favorite horror movie, I've always said, is Alien. Um, yeah. And then The Shining competes uh, pretty well. Now, 
I've been saying that for 15 years, and I'm almost to the point where Cabin in the Woods and Tucker and Dale are I about, love Tucker and Dale. Uh, I think Tucker and Dale should have fucking five movies. Oh, yes, yeah, absolutely. Me too. Yeah. Michael, They're amazing. They can just accidentally themselves out of a bunch more situations right. that are horror yeah. tropes. That should be a franchise. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why it's not. We realized during, because we did an episode on that, we realized during the first 10 minutes of Tucker and Dale that we were Tucker and Dale, Mike and I. <laughs> yeah. Because like, in the beginning of that movie, uh, you know, he's talking about like, having woman problems and the whole reason they're going out of the woods is because they're like he's just trying to get away and like whatever and mikey and i had a very similar conversation <laughs> that day <laughs> like before we started the movie he was like i don't know man i don't think it's gonna work out and i'm like man you're a great dude you're gonna find somebody <laughs> like, and then we turn on the movie and we're like oh shit <laughs> i'm never going into the woods with mikey because then oh, people will die we'll be fine yeah. But yeah. people it's around like, us will die. Uh, the more people need to do it, even if it's not Tucker and Dale, but they did that 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 great Buffy episode where you see everything from Xander's perspective and, yes, and Buffy's off the, fighting the demon. And I haven't watched Buffy. The Zeppo. I'm just there. The Zeppo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, episode is nuts. Yeah. I was like, what is going uh, on? Like, uh, they're fighting a dragon in exactly. the background. Exactly. And you just kept hearing them talk about it. Well, we saved the world. Phew. <laughs> 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 I was just excited he got laid for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's Tucker and Dale. They took that approach to yeah. show yeah. you the best. Or same with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we need to see more of that in horror. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and you said Cabin in the Woods. That's my favorite horror movie. Yes. And one of my favorites of any genre. Yeah. We're saving it for our 100th episode. Yeah. Because yeah. I want him to watch enough movies to get a lot of those references well yeah and you have to understand some of them but that's yeah. drew goddard who yeah. was a joss whedon buffy alum and then joss made whedon bad times at too. the old royale mm -hmm. last year which is awesome yeah oh, i like yeah. that i like that movie he's been screwed out of a superhero movie three different times but yeah. if he ever gets one i think it's gonna rule nice yeah he also wrote the martian or yes he, he did the, he did the screenplay he did for write, the write the screenplay martian. for the martian that's a great movie it is, it it is. is. yeah movie. that's one of my favorite books yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a great book. Mm -hmm. We interviewed Andy Weir on this oh, very podcast. Really? His yeah. face was on a computer right over there. Yeah. <laughs> he is a CinemaSins fan, actually. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He, he says, we, we, he said, I, I watch five YouTube channels. Three of them are about woodworking. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is CinemaSins. <laughs> I forget what the other one was. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> and, uh, uh, I'm, as far as franchises go, I'm the same way about The Shining. The Shining is a perfect work of horror i think we're and, literally doing that thursday yeah. oh that's uh, it's it's yeah it's sublime i just rewatched it recently and it almost makes you want to see stanley kubrick have done more horror mm -hmm. you know because yeah. he's so meticulous that it would have been perfect but also and i'm probably the minority here I'm a sucker for the found footage stuff i uh, love found footage i loved cloverfield mm -hmm. i loved the first two really paranormal activities mm -hmm. um there's and I love Blair Witch too. There's mm -hmm. there's a certain even when you rewatch it, it's still unsettling to me because mm -hmm. it's not necessarily jump scares, even though they are like the screams and the things that you can't see. That's my that's my shit right there. Have that's, you seen right uh, Grave Encounters? No. Oh, Ooh, you would yeah. love it. That's yeah, good. it's a found footage. It's like a Ghost Hunters found footage film. Uh -huh. It was the first episode I did with Todd yeah. and Jim. Yeah, I was a guest, but I got to pick the movie. Uh -huh. It's it's really scary and it holds up. And so does the sequel. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. all right. Yeah, and I think the thing about found footage is I because I've got two young kids. Like I'm lots of times watching movies while I'm doing other things. And I think found footage, you just never know when things are going to happen, so you have to keep watching, or you're yeah. going to miss important things. And I think it can a well done one can really draw you in. You know, yeah, you really invest in these people they talk about a, a theater experience i don't think i'd ever had an experience like watching paranormal activity the first one in the theater no that was absolutely uh, yeah. because 
I mean, you'd hear all the different reactions to fear. And that was part of their their marketing campaign. Mm-hmm. They would show you know the that audience was 95% and all that stuff. Percent of their marketing, yeah, campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, I mean, I saw it in a crowded theater, which I very rarely do. You could hear people laughing. You could hear people laughing because they were trying to act like they weren't scared. You could tell the difference between those laughs. Mm-hmm. You could hear people shrieking. You could hear people saying "fuck you." Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have been me. Except for me, it was the Blair Witch Project. But yeah, that was yeah. me. Yeah. Or screaming like ah, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That uh, reaction. Yeah. I think I saw the first Paranormal Activity with you, maybe. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, that reaction that people had to seeing her standing there while it was fast forwarding and it was like seven hours that's the chill you that's, don't need jump scares that right. was chilling yeah that's the one that where you heard you just heard this guttural <laughs> like oh god yeah. you know in the theater <laughs> 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 oh it's so great yeah I, I i like found footage there's just a lot of like bad ones there that is. came out although some of the ones that i think are bad some people like like quarantine and Oh yeah, I don't mind quarantine. I understand the the reservations with quarantine, but I kind of like that. Movie. And obviously, Paranormal Activity wore out its welcome. It just yeah, kept it to you know, let's go back in time even more, and let's. I mean, it was like <laughs> it was like prequel after prequel after prequel, <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. know, because they couldn't do anything after the first right. one. Yeah. And uh, so, like, uh, yeah, then, and there's a few that I'm th- not thinking of right now that are just not. They're not very good, but the found like, footage stuff. Yeah, I like the format a lot, especially the way they did it in Blair Witch Project, mm-hmm. because, and that's the thing, it, that Blair Witch Project wasn't going to be everybody's cup of tea. There were going to be people who came out of that going, "Oh, this is stupid. There's not enough, you know, there's not enough blood and gore, or there's not a, a monster that I can see, or anything like that." That's the type of horror that I love. Yeah, man. If you can make a dude standing in the corner oh, of a basement mm-hmm. that's scary oh, you've done your yeah. fucking job exactly. yeah it's i mean that's the most ridiculous thing that you can think of as a finale mm-hmm. but man i got freaked out yeah. i feel like i say this every time we talk about this movie but what really sold that movie as being scary was that that sort of underground life it had before it ever hit theaters mm-hmm. yeah, where yeah. people were passing around vhs tapes and watching it in viewing parties at home i, yeah. I had a girl who was she played guitar and sang in my terrible christian rock band at the time she was absolutely convinced it, it was, was real, real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. even yeah. when we were breaking down everything it's coming to theaters in two months yeah. uh it's pretty you know it's got this company's money behind it no man nope. did you see like she's I, convinced i remember <laughs> i remember that you know they had the, the big thing that they always talk about is the website that they put mm-hmm. up for it yeah and it was showing crime scene photos quote unquote and like here's a here's an a st- uh, like a an hour by hour thing of what we know happened to them that night i went to the imdb and it would show the three actors and it would show them as deceased oh, on the imdb well, that's incredible yeah that's, that's yeah. a fun chapter in that 1999 book yeah. by the way because they couldn't participate in any marketing whatsoever right. and meanwhile they're trying they're they're actors who want to be working <laughs> actors <laughs> and they couldn't go out and say hey i'm in this movie this no. what, what at the most crucial time i know and they couldn't get paid for they couldn't mm-hmm. get the back end of the the profits and all that stuff too so they got screwed hey <laughs> Heather got another movie. What did she do? I don't, I don't remember. Wasn't she, she in Loser? She was all prettied up. Was uh, she in Loser, really? The Mina Savari, Jason Biggs? I think Biggs so. <laughs> um, I'll look it up real quick. But, so on uh, IMDb, when it said deceased, it was really just referring to their careers? And yeah. Oh, it's almost a tragic story. Uh, yeah. we're, there's the uh, this book 
Best Movie Year Ever, 1999, that Chris oh. and I just read. Yeah. And there's a chapter about the Blair Witch Project that goes into this story about how they were hidden from from view because they had this marketing strategy. Yeah. And, like, one of the guys descended into, like, a drug addiction, oh. and they couldn't get work. And the biggest movie of their career, they had to be dead to promote. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> so there's this movie called Cannibal Holocaust, which is I've one heard of the that. first what? found footage movies. And yeah. it's back in the 70s, and it's exactly what you think it's going to be. Um, and <laughs> so he did the same thing. What's that, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say there's eating of people. <laughs> nice. Um, but they, he did the same thing because it was a found footage, and he had in the contract that his actors had to stay away for a year. And once the movie came out, it was so convincing that he actually got put on trial because people thought he had murdered his actors oh, wow. in the movie. Wow. And so he had to pull them back so that they could testify that they were still alive. <laughs> I've actually seen some of that movie. Have what? You? Did you look up the movie? Boys and Girls. Boys and Girls. <laughs> yeah, Freddie Prinze Jr. and Claire Filani. <laughs> <laughs> it came out the year afterwards. And I remember her being in the trailer and I was like, oh, well. <laughs> she doesn't look like she's got all that shit all over her anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she finally found a Kleenex. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but, but Jason Biggs is in that that's no, why nice, i thought nice, that's why i thought nice. it might have been loser but yeah. uh let me ask you something that i'm, I'm personally curious about and these two guys are going to have to face this decision soon is does your love of horror movies translate to haunted houses no i i, I love haunted houses see i think that's fascinating yeah that, i hate all of them well so. you don't like yeah, horror yeah, yeah, movies, yeah, yeah. but you love them not haunted houses yep. you love both yeah all right i'm yeah. dead inside so like nothing <laughs> <laughs> nothing is like <laughs> we watch all these movies and Jen's like this is really disturbing I'm like I give it a two on the scary scale right. yeah. 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 I give it a seven I, yeah. did, I did all the things that are in this movie just last week yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't like them to be able to touch me and I know that they can't but if there's no screen in between me and the thing then I can't I think they can now oh really well, there's stuff that you, you like sign, sign a waiver waivers. yeah, yeah, yeah nope. but I think that's kind of the norm now man I'm mm, telling you they've I'm come out. a long way the, yeah. the average haunted house at this point is like a paintball haunted hayride shoot the zombies Wait, thing what? let's do that'd be awesome I mean, no yeah that part is that's is fun i'm oh, going you want to go I, I would shoot some zombies with paintballs that's, a, that's yeah. a real thing i'm not making that oh, up yeah that's here you can do that in nashville mm -hmm. yeah you know, I'll you know, you last later. year, <laughs> someone accidentally got stabbed at one of them. I'm out. Oh. I wanted to go, and then someone got murdered, and now, and now I'm not going to go. But I, you had me for like 30 seconds. Todd, they lived. Oh, no, there you go. I'm still there's, out. There's I'm nothing afraid. to be afraid of, <laughs> yeah. but this paintball gun we're giving you is haunted. <laughs> I haven't been to one in, in, in probably four or five years, mm. and I don't remember there being an uh, able-to-touch-you thing, although there are ones where you sign the waiver and everything and then they can and there are others even more extreme where if you really want to get like really scared they can put you through some shit mm. uh i've mm. seen some stuff on youtube where there's this one like traveling i don't know if it's a traveling haunted house or what but like put this dude in like a tub of water with ice and everything and like we're able to like put a sheet over him or something and mm. we're able to do all sorts of stuff nope. to him. No. and they were and they no. were like uh you know like you have to if you want to if you want out then you can say whatever the safe word is. See <laughs> uh, cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you can and you can get out, but there's some other like you won't be able to go any if any farther if you know. And there might be some incentives to going farther. I don't remember. What the best are. time to go is the week after Halloween. So like at, what at my day job we all go 
like November 3rd is when we're going. Like so what you're saying is you don't work that day. <laughs> like, it's a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But but there's like no one there. It's like Haunted Woods and it's just you and your group. And you're like walking through. And there's no lines. Because if you go before, there's like a two hour oh, line. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. Just some pro tips for everybody. They, I, I'm shocked to learn they even keep that shit Me open too. after Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the rent fair there's, right after July. Like, <laughs> well, like, is it half price? Woods, like, yeah, it's like cheaper too. It better there be are, like the candy um, after Halloween <laughs> there at the are, supermarket. There are year-round haunted houses. That's oh. dumb. In fact, thank you. No, thank you. Actually, Agreed. not dumb. Made a bunch of money. It's on Shark uh, Shark Tank. There was one where uh, someone came on and said, "We're looking for funding for this thing that we do. We do seasonally right now, four four times a year or something like that. We're, we're looking to do it. I think they're either looking to do it all the time or just have the funding to be able to do it all the time. And even in February and March, yeah, and I went everything. to one on uh, Valentine's Day this year. Mm-hmm. What well, is your I mean, life? <laughs> what?" <laughs> well, I did not have a date. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like it's like horror movies being released all all yeah. year long, mm-hmm. right? I yeah, mean, it's that's just true. Yeah, an in person thing. I reckon yeah. we should Great. go and bring the GoPro. Yeah. So now people are going to be dressing as mummies all year round too, just because they can. I reckon, as long as it's a sexy mummy. I'm like like Sophia Batella, mommy. Yeah, Sophia Batella, mommy. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, it's time to talk about Mubi. Woohoo! And uh, no surprise, in the uh, the month of October, they have some uh, horror-themed uh, movies, and yeah. Dario Argento is featured in uh, this this month's movie uh, selection. Yes, indeed. Now, he famously made Suspiria, which was just remade last year, two years ago? Last year. Yeah. Uh, which I loved that remake. Mm-hmm. I think I love the original too. You guys like the original. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, right? I like the original. I yeah. did not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I don't typically like any of them. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, but they don't have Suspiria on the service right now. They've got three other ones, yeah, two of which got, I've seen. They've got Opera. I saw that on there. Yeah, they yeah. have Inferno, which I think might be his second most uh, famous movie. Right. And that's in the Suspiria. I think that's one of the trilogies. Yes, it is. Because mm. he, he finally finished it in like 2007 yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's 1977, 1980. 2007. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was on his bucket list. Yes, it was. It but uh, he's done Inferno and he's done uh, Opera and he did uh, Cat of Nine Tales, which I haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Inferno, <laughs> Inferno is sort of yeah, spiritual sequel to Suspiria, and it's it is batshit. Yes, it is. <laughs> that yeah, more batshit than Suspiria. Yes, wow. it is. The that's, thing that's uh, that's wow. pretty clear from uh, I mean, watching now, I've seen three Argento movies. Is he's very color yes like you know he, he really likes colors yes. and stuff like that mm-hmm. and that's what inferno is it's very colorful and like everything is just like solid and mm-hmm. lots of like deep reds and things like that going on in it and it's a very interesting movie but it is also batshit <laughs> it is it, what, what's crazy is you're you're absolutely right it may be easier to follow than suspiria mm-hmm. uh, especially if you kind of have an idea of what that universe is because it's all about mother suspiriorum and all that stuff and mother mm. whatever the next mother is mm. on this one uh but yeah especially at the end man this this shit goes sideways uh, yes <laughs> it has one of the most ridiculous kills i've ever seen in a movie <laughs> I, I highly recommend watching it, by the way. Yeah, you sold me on it. Yes. I mean, it's one of those movies where I think, I swear he's actually trying to be funny with oh, some of these, these, these kills. Can, can you describe this one? 
uh, without spoil, I don't think it was a spoiler. Well, you might be thinking of another one. There are a couple. There are a of couple them. of them. Yes. Okay. So the one I'm thinking of is when the guy goes out into the creek. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. it, it would be spoilery <laughs> yeah. to talk about that one, yes. but there's another one that I think you might be talking <laughs> yes. about. Where one of the, <laughs> I guess this is kind of spoilery too, but it's one of the women that you think is like a main character in this mm-hmm. movie. And she's like wandering around through this house, this apartment building or whatever. And then she sticks her head out a window and there's like the, the glass pane is like a guillotine. But not just one time. No. She goes no, back no, Yeah, like he hits it once and then he's like, oh, got to slide this thing back up to get more momentum. <laughs> and oh it comes down again and again. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my God, she's dead already. She's dead. <laughs> oh man! But uh, uh, what I I actually uh, really really enjoyed opera though. Now opera is amazing. I love opera. I had seen it back. It's 1987, so mm-hmm. I had seen it back in the day. Uh, but I forgot how like legitimately good this movie is. Yeah, I had I had never seen it before, and I, this is the one out of the two that I saw that I prefer. Mm-hmm. But it's oh man, this one this one's good, man. This is good stuff. It's it's. I mean, you could make a lot of parallels with the Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's I do not, love musicals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> weirdly enough, it's not a musical, but Brian Eno did. Uh, Brian and his brother Roger Dennis Eno Dennis. They both did the uh, the music for it. So the 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 main score is this Verdi opera, yeah. and then oh. Brian Eno punctuates this with like rock music, basically, yeah, especially nice. during the the kill scenes. And it's just, it's awesome. It, it's yeah. an awesome. They're doing movie. a, they're doing a musical of Macbeth right. in this. It's Verity's Macbeth. Yeah, it's Verity's yeah. Macbeth. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, um, so the, one of the things that they say right off the bat is this is a cursed play. Mm-hmm. This is one of these things that people all, you know, there's always bad luck that follows it. And yeah, as soon as they start in yeah. on this thing, that's, it's a bunch of, uh, occurrences that happen. Yeah. From the get go. God, it's so, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Isn't, isn't Macbeth the thing that you don't say on stage? Like there's a, there's a word that you can't invoke mm-hmm. when you're on the stage. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Macbeth. Oh, okay. Uh, so well, they yes. take that and they make it into an entire movie. Basically. I'm yeah. pretty sure what you're, you're, you're looking, thinking of a uh, line. That's what you're not supposed oh, to yeah. oh, That's true. Oh, shit. Our well, good luck. And then, well, yeah. well, Barry had a whole thing about doing uh, Lady Macbeth, yeah, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. a whole scene that is apparently a big trip up for actors, but mm. I don't know if that's a... The if out, it, out damn spot one. I yeah, I think, I think that's what it is. I can't remember. No, no, no. It's, it's the sound of fury, uh, uh, full of sound and fury signifying. Mm. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yes, there are, uh, and it's not just horror going on right now. Nope. You have tons of other stuff on there that's worth watching. Yep. There's a documentary called, uh, oh, did you wonder who fired the gun? Oh, yeah. There's a documentary about, uh, uh, a man who, uh, who has realized that his great grandfather has killed, killed an African American man back in the day and got away with it. Hmm. And so now either by guilt or whatever, I don't know if it's, if it's just a, a, something he feels he has to do. He goes to this town in Alabama to document what he can about what he can find out about the uh yeah his grandfather owned a grocery store and yes. he shot him in the yeah I, I really wanted to see that yeah yeah and it's on really movie. good things it's on mm-hmm. movie right now he starts off with the parallel of this story and to kill a mockingbird and mm. he's talking oh, yeah. about how 
To Kill a Mockingbird set in the 30s. This is set in the 40s. This is both a small town in Alabama. This is a small town. He says the only thing that's different about it is that Gregory Peck, as good as he is and as as heroic as he is, isn't really human. He's Mm. er everything he does is perfect. Mm -hmm. Whereas in this story, nobody is perfect. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mm -hmm. so, yeah, it's another one that's on there right now that's worth watching. And uh, they have a ton of stuff right now. It's just great. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. If That's you've been right. waiting this long to sign up for Mubi, uh, you can go to Mubi.com slash CinemaSins, M-U-B-I.com slash CinemaSins. You get 30 days free, 30 days free to to absorb, to uh, to ingest this 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 goodness mm-hmm. into your into your body <laughs> yes and god bless you if you do because it's 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 free and it's awesome and you're gonna love it go to movie.com slash cinema sins especially right now so this posts right before halloween you're you're in the halloween spirit so you want to we want to get a couple of scares in there get you some of the argento stuff and, mm-hmm. and sign up and uh, it's gonna be fun Yes, movie.com slash cinemasins. Do we want to go to recommends and warns and stuff like that? Let's do it, baby. Totes amazeballs. They're great. It won the Academy Award. Oh, for what? For best movie ever made. Anybody in our guests wants to start and want to do a recommend or a warn? I've got some recommends. In All right. Do it. <laughs> I want to recommend, speaking of haunted houses, Hell House LLC. Is, ah. There are three of them. Skip the second one. So that's my warn. I don't think I even finished it. But the first, it's found footage inside a haunted house, and they're preparing the haunted house to open to the public, and it's really well done. Yeah, I, li- that, I really enjoyed it. Th- yeah. Not to be confused with Hell Fest, right? Right, yes. This is Hell House <laughs> LLC. Okay. Is this All- an anthology series or something? No, or is- it's just there are three. There are two sequels. Mm -hmm. I I think the first one is the best. It's pretty low budget, but it's still pretty good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Also want to recommend highly Revenge and MFA are amazing. If you like. Is Revenge the woman gets very yes. abused? Yes, they are rape revenge movies, but they're told. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but they're told, they're written and directed by women. Yeah. And I feel like that's what lends them, like makes them more powerful to watch and not so exploitative. I keep hearing that that is a good movie. Yeah, and I remember it. we did a, a spring preview two years ago. And brought this up, and I didn't have a good trailer for it. And I was like, it looks like I spit on your grave part two, but I don't know if that's mm. what it, you know. And then after that, just heard nothing but great stuff about it. I loved it. It was my favorite movie of last year. Also, The Final Girls is great, and Tragedy Girls are good. So I kind of have my, I like the lady movies, you know. <laughs> the Final Girls is a movie? Yes, yeah. It's kind of a, it's a horror comedy kind of um it's this mother-daughter drama where her mother starred in like a Friday the 13th type movie and then died and she goes to see that movie on like an anniversary and some mysterious thing happens and she ends up in the movie with her mother who doesn't recognize her and it it sounds really weird but it's really good and it actually made me cry. I've heard huh. great things about that. Yeah, I it's have. really good. Uh, it came out uh, a couple years ago? It did. Ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's got Mal- Malin Ackerman and the younger Farmiga sister. Oh, Taisa. Mm-hmm. Malin Ackerman is playing the mom. She is. Mm-hmm. And Thaisa Farmiga. Oh, yeah. Thaisa's yeah. Thaisa. not Vera's daughter? No. No. no, no yeah. They're like 20 years apart. Something, or something like that. Right? Yeah. They're, then they're sisters. Yeah. Okay. And they're both very pretty. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought they were mother daughter. Shows you how much well, I Well, we did, uh, when we did TV sends for American Horror Story in that first season, I saw her and I was like, oh, Vera Farmiga's daughter. Great. And then I started doing some research and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. It's fascinating. It's crazy. <laughs> I've got to recommend. Go uh, for it. Bring uh, it. I saw, I watched uh, Little Monsters on uh, Hulu. 
Howie Mandel and Fred Savage? That movie scared the shit out of me when I was little. (laughs) No, I think this is a different one. No, this is the one with the the lady from uh, Us. Oh, uh, Oh, Lupita Lupita Nyong'o. Yes. Oh, I've heard of it. This is a zombie movie, right? Yes. So it's she is a kindergarten teacher who takes her class on a field trip to a petting zoo. There's a zombie outbreak around there, and then uh-huh. she has to keep the class alive. And they they play a pretend game where it's like a ta- they're like this is tag. Don't get tagged by oh, the zombies. Oh, is it like Life is Beautiful with zombies? <laughs> <laughs> except except Life is Beautiful won an Oscar, right? <laughs> and it's a great movie. It's exactly uh, like that. <laughs> it's actually exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I was like, this seems familiar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and then there's, there's a male character that I really like because uh, he starts off as completely unlikable and mm-hmm. and he's going just to hit on the teacher. And it's like, it's his nephew. But it was a great character development. I was very surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, and I would recommend it. No, right, nice. Look. Mm-hmm. All right, look. There was a book called Little Monsters back in the day. And there was a, a movie released in 1989 that played on HBO all the time that starred Howie Mandel as the titular monster mm-hmm. and Fred Savage. Yep. And that's what I thought As the titular yeah. monster. Oh and the monster he's blue, he's blue right? in the yeah. bully's apple yes. juice jar <laughs> in his fridge. <laughs> that is the only thing I remember about this he fucking movie. He knives no, at the guy I, from across the room. I remember <laughs> that Fred Savage goes under the bed into the monster world yes. at the end of the movie. Yes, yes. I, yeah. I watched that movie a bunch, but I want to see this new little monster. <laughs> <laughs> Both are good. <laughs> uh, what do you got uh, uh, man i don't if we're talking horror movies you don't have to be horror movies. Don't i have, have a lot movies. of warrants i i didn't like midsummer <laughs> I, I i didn't like pet cemetery yeah, I, I didn't like oh, midsummer. the new one yeah of course both of them aren't very good yeah, yeah i didn't like, like, I didn't like midsummer because it's like the only time i've ever seen a sex scene and it made me uncomfortable uh, <laughs> oh that's like, such a great sex it's we were talking what before, are you but into? it's it's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean yeah. everything that you can imagine that hasn't probably been done on film, yeah, is kind of done in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it. I I I understand why you don't like it, but <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's hilarious. It I is, think that movie yeah. in general is much funnier than it gets credit for. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in general, yeah. I, I honestly think one of the only movies I've seen not for the podcast this year because we do a movie a week, so mm-hmm. it's like a lot of time commitment. Um, is Shazam? I think Mikey and I went <laughs> and saw Shazam. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, it wasn't awesome, but yeah, it was fun. I actually yeah. still haven't seen this. Yeah, I, uh, you. I think you'd really dig this one. It especially, in fact, we did a reverse. No, we did a sin uh, about this in the Cinema Sins video, uh, where it's like, man, this movie is funny. It's really, really good. Why doesn't DC do this more often? So we still send it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it's especially given the rest of the DC universe. I, like, it's I just hundred awesome. percent think it's the best DC movie. It is by far. I yeah. think so too. Which I is mean, not, this. not a high bar, but right. <laughs> I, I think it's better than I think it's it's more enjoyable than Wonder Woman. I really like yeah. Wonder Woman a lot. Yeah, too. I thought Wonder Woman was good. This is just a it's a different type of movie than yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, it's more it doesn't take itself so seriously, which yeah. I liked about it. I like um well can I do like TV too like the do boy mm-hmm. the boys I thought was the best oh, yeah. show oh, yeah. of the fun. year. Oh. It was so amazing because it's like that's what every superhero movie should be. Mm-hmm. Like if we're being honest with ourselves, like if I had superpowers, you guys all would be fucked. So like <laughs> it, that's what it would be like. I don't. I don't. I. I believe in people, Todd. I. I mean, <laughs> I try to help people. Mikey. What? When you say Congo is the best movie ever made, <laughs> you are helping no one. <laughs> I like that. I go in a huge podcast and just blow it immediately. <laughs> oh, no, what, what is the conceit of the boys? Uh, it's. 
like there are superpowers, right? People have superpowers, and it's like they're just horrible people. Yeah, they make a corporation. Yeah. What if Superman was a dick and didn't listen right. to anybody? So. Yeah, well, that's Brightburn too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which I really liked. Brightburn um, didn't do well. I didn't see it, it clearly, I but it, yeah. it got like 33 on Rotten Tomatoes. It yeah. like didn't do very well. I just but wanted Brightburn to be more of the kid was an asshole and not some alien doohickey zapped him and made him start being evil. Oh, that's horrible. I wanted horrible. it to be a kid that was just a dick. Right. And it wasn't. It was He was a normal kid. Right, And yeah. then the spaceship whispers to him and he starts killing people. Yeah, and then his parents immediately are like, let's murder him. No, so I, wanted, like, I wanted the good spoilers, son with sorry. superpowers. Yeah, nice. The, <laughs> see, that could work. Yeah. I, the uh, w- the boys uh the guy who played uh homelander anthony star is amazing and and i i I actually was sitting there i watched the series somewhat after the the big push for it and and everything and i was like does anybody is anybody talking about this anthony star guy he's amazing and now i went and found other people who saw the show and they're like what about that anthony star guy right i'm like oh yeah it's uh, i'm glad that we can share that he's on a show or was on a show i think it was in new zealand or australia or one of those uh further away countries that have like big <laughs> right, right. people it's, it's the way uh, where yeah. hobbits actually exist <laughs> i don't know if they're real places but they're on a map um but yeah so he played um in a in a tv show where he plays two very different characters and you see that with his his portrayal of homelander is it outrageous fortune uh i i honestly don't know because i haven't seen it but i saw like uh, i read an article on it and he said that that's sort of how he was able to do play homelander the way he played because mm-hmm. if you see him when homelander's on camera ever he's like this really chipper very american guy and the second the camera's off him he's like this evil horrible person yeah and so he he was already used to doing that from his other show mm-hmm. so i was like oh that that makes sense because he's so good at it yeah yeah um you enjoyed this uh the series i did i, I uh i, I kind of knocked it out pretty quickly yeah uh, i think i prime, watched it right days, amazon yeah. prime yeah I watched the premiere of Watchmen. Oh yeah, we oh, watched yeah. Last I saw night. that this morning, dude. That it was, was interesting. So good. Yeah? yeah, yeah. If you didn't read the comics, though, I think you're gonna be lost. I, I didn't, didn't read. Oh, yeah. them. I didn't read the comics, and I loved it. I did oh, too. Really? Yeah, okay. I loved this it. is what I want to watch on TV. Yeah, right now. it was really good. I hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. HBO, um, Amazon Prime, all of that stuff has ruined network TV for me. Yeah, yeah I just me too. Watch it. Well, anymore. you you you're probably like me now when you see a like an ad for something that's on NBC What's or whatever, an and you're just right. And yeah. you're well, and you just see like the other day I was watching a football game or something, and something came on, and it was like. Oh, the Chicago PD fire yes. and whatever. It's Chicago night. <laughs> yeah. And yes. I was sitting there watching like the, the actors and like the situations. And I was like, fuck this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. Out. Yep. I just yeah, can't watch a, it. There's a billboard on my way here for that Kobe Smolder show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah network yeah. TV. Yeah. Every, Boomtown. Yes. Yeah. And every time I drive past that, I'm like, poor Kobe Smolder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what I think of network TV yeah. now, is right. that I think you settled. You couldn't get on an HBO show, <laughs> yeah. so you had to do a... Ne- now, granted, she's probably making bank. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah, probably yeah. getting viewed by millions, but from my perspective, like, network is dying because the people who are watching it are my parents. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. And uh, If you like young Sheldon, you're like 55 plus in my mind. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And I hate yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That is also... And you're ruining America. <laughs> right, right. You're worse than Hitler. Exactly. Yes. I love you. Sorry. He said Hitler. I know. <laughs> we have a deal that he can't say things in the podcast. And, uh, and that's one of the Pee Wee's Playhouse Mikey fun, fun words oh, he can't say. I, you know what? I actually think I heard you say something like, I didn't even say anything about yeah. Hitler. Yeah. And I was like, where did that come that from? That's what yeah. he meant was we didn't have to edit him out saying, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. saying bad things about Hitler. I want to make that clear. Yeah, yeah not good. 
things. Yeah. You're high-fiving Hitler? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, all right, so I have... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Where do we go from there? Yeah. <laughs> I was quoting the movie Game Night. One of our patrons... Oh, yeah. I love that movie. That's a Where movie. They, they high-five after they use Hitler as an example in the trivia game and their yeah. opponent girl goes, you're high-fiving Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, um, every time in October, it seems like Turner Classic Movies, I'm like, oh my God, there's so many good things that they're putting on here I haven't ever seen. And so one of them uh, seemed to have a pretty good reviews on it was called uh, Kuroneko and it's a Japanese mm. film from 1968. Um, and so, um, yeah, I watched this and it's, it's fantastic. It's mainly because of visuals and mood and everything it's not a movie that's going to like super scare you out of your socks or anything but uh the the story it starts off you know uh with something horrible obviously it's uh it's during samurai times there's these two women um a mother and her daughter are in this uh this uh, this house out in the middle of the woods and a bunch of samurai come in and rape and kill them Hmm. and uh so then, uh, the next time we see anything, we see all the, we see a samurai walking in, in, in the woods and he sees, uh, sees a woman walking around. He's like, well, can I help you get back to your house and everything? And she's like, oh, please, please. But when it goes beyond the grove, it's so scary, blah, blah, blah. And, and she leads him into this, like this house and the way they shoot everything, it's like the house looks stationary, but there's like stuff in the background. Like it's the camera's moving. Hmm. Like the huh. house is just, just sitting there. And you just see the woods just like moving and like it's all dreamlike and everything. And he goes into the house and she starts talking to him and everything and then, you know, murders him. Oh. And uh, and we find out that these two women were the two women who were raped and killed. And so they were there. We find out that they had a uh, there's a hurt. The, the younger woman's husband has gone off to war and he's been gone for three years. And but they definitely have this thing against samurais, obviously. Uh, he has gotten to the point where he's, a, he's achieved being a samurai and he comes back to f- try to find his home and he finds his home burned down. And he's like, where is, where, where's my mother and where's my, where's my wife and everything. And, uh, he actually gets caught up into this whole thing where she tries to lead him into the house and everything, but it changes from there. The movie comes, goes to a different place at that point. Mm. And, uh, it's very just ethereal and like sometimes sexy mm. all right uh, yeah, yeah yeah i mean <laughs> yeah virtually uh, any mention of sex perks you up yeah, yeah. you realize Welcome that right, mm-hmm. yeah. right. Yeah. yeah 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 uh it, and uh but it still has some some scare factor to it and everything too like some some frightening elements and everything it's just a it's a mood it's more than it's more than anything it's just something unusual and if you like uh like old japanese horror type stuff and samurais and stuff like that it's really cool it's really good movie. what's it called again it's called kuraneko kuraneko k-u-r-o-n-e-k-o so you're saying tcm is playing like a like horror classics or kind of like that kind of thing yeah i mean you'll see you see uh stuff all the time like they'll find they'll find some old silence and then like as it gets closer to halloween you'll see some real classics like interesting you know like but you know the bella lugosi dracula and all that they'll start playing those at some point but uh what they do during the month of october is a lot of times they'll find stuff that you haven't ever seen before really yeah there's no way you've seen it probably interesting Um, and uh i mean obviously some real cinephiles have seen it but uh but uh really good i would highly recommend it Mm. all right Mm -hmm. what you got Mm. 
What if I were to tell you about a 2019 movie about the <laughs> making of the first ever dictionary at Oxford University? Hmm. All right. Documentary? No. Oh. Starring Mel Gibson <gasps> and Sean Penn. Hmm. <laughs> and Natalie Dormer and Steve Coogan mm-hmm. and right, Stephen Delane and Ian Griffo. Uh, yeah, the, the name is... Wayne. I know it's not that, but I could not possibly pronounce it myself because it's one of those like Welsh names. Ian Giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This movie's called The Professor and the Madman. I'm flipping channels and I see Mel Gibson in what looks like a newish kind of movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was allowed to do that anymore. I didn't either. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, who would make movies with Mel Gibson? <laughs> Sean and then, of course, his co-star, Sean Penn. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Another yeah. guy a lot of people wouldn't necessarily maybe yeah. want to align with. Um, and I, it's a train wreck. Is it oh, bad? Yeah. It's like, it's like Downton Abbey with these two guys doing accents. Oh, my God. Mikey's great at accents. What, <laughs> are, they, are they English? Yes. Oh, and, well, Sean Penn's in an insane asylum undergoing treatment, but he... Just normally. Yes. And then <laughs> in the movie, enough. he's also <laughs> in an insane asylum <laughs> undergoing treatment. Uh, but he submits over 10,000 words and definitions for this dictionary project. Mel Gibson is this completely uneducated dude. Yeah. Comes to the group. Normally. Right. And Oxford, <laughs> Oxford. Yeah. They're like, well, let's see if he knows words. Define <laughs> clever. And he says, well, is he clever? Imaginative, smart, keen, probably from the German, clever, with a K. And they're all like, he's in! <laughs> God damn it, he knew the entomology of one word! He's in! And he wows them with, uh, he can speak like 25 different languages, and it's basically about the drama and the politics of trying to come up with the first Oxford Dictionary, mm-hmm. uh, which if you think about it, is an interesting idea, because there were... Much like the Bible, there was a room full of 12 or so men who were the utmost gatekeepers for what was going to go into this book and what was not. Uh, but their mission was to, to, to chart every single word in the English language. Interesting. And its origins and its definition. No, the movie is this not interesting. sounds interesting. <laughs> the movie is bad. It's bad. And, um, it's not like I a watched- bad The Imitation Game. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I watched it all. <laughs> of course you did. Uh, of course you did. I didn't feel good about that time spent <laughs> when I was done. Natalie Dormer is like this prostitute okay. that Sean Penn wants to take under his wing from the insane asylum. Okay. I don't know. There's some like, he was in war and he's got PTSD, so I don't want to poop too much on the movie that was trying to do something there, but terrible mm. <laughs> unless, you, unless you want to see the kind of movies mel gibson's able to make these days mm. that, and then you then you go watch dragged across concrete which sucked yeah and then you watch this which sucks yeah so there you go just for context jeremy watches movies that nobody's ever heard or seen <laughs> heard of or seen and reports on them and i don't think they're ever recommends they're always like warns or recommends <laughs> the closest we got was the lesbian woods drama where she kept oh. pushing her over the, 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 the I did the watch cliff. one recently that would be a wreck of worn yeah. called The Elizabeth Harvest. Have you seen this movie? Of course not. It's got um, <laughs> Syrian Hines or Kyrian Hines. I think it should be obvious that I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a young, hot, redhead wife, but he's got all these rules. You uh-huh. have to stay here while I go to work. You can't go in this room. Blah, blah, blah. She's a clone. Oh. She finds the room full of clones. Uh-oh. All hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. Okay, it was like Ex Machina on a budget. Ooh, Ex yeah, Machina. Or like, yeah. or like Moon. 
Or like Moon on a budget. <laughs> <laughs> like Moon wasn't it already was, on a budget. This movie was definitely on a budget. Uh, but that wouldn't be a full warn. All right. Um, all right. But yeah. No. Do you think you want to watch a movie with Mel Gibson and Sean Penn making the first Oxford Dictionary? <laughs> no. Then don't. Then don't. I don't know how whoever put up for the, mo- the money for this went, oh, this is going to be great. When I they think just of wanted- them, I think well-read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think scholars. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised Mel Gibson hasn't done a Council of Nicaea movie. I'm surprised <laughs> that has not well, been he's done. He's still talking about doing, honest to God, a sequel to The Passion of the Christ. It could be yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's 325 years after. Well, or three he days. Or- <laughs> he wants to cover the resurrection, though. Oh, <laughs> I think he wants to flash forward in time. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to cover more Jesus. Cover yeah. all of Revelation. I think he wants that scene where Thomas puts his hand in the wound yeah, and pulls yeah. it out. Yeah, he does. He's gonna, he's, that's going to be gross, too. It's going to yeah. be like David Cronenberg's crash. It's, <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's yeah. like Videodrome meets Jesus. <laughs> How can you lose? Yeah. Uh, speaking of horror, one of my favorite horror movies of all time is Danny Boyle's 28 Days Later. <gasps> yeah. yeah, we just watched that. We just that. recently did that. Yeah. Uh, and there, we've talked a lot on this podcast on how Danny Boyle almost never finishes a movie. Like the end of Twenty Eight Days Later ain't perfect. The end of the is it the island, the beach, the beach, the beach, the beach yeah. is not perfect. Oh God, uh, sunshine. You know, the end of Sunshine is not perfect. Oh, yeah. Slumdog Millionaire, I think, is just a mess overall. You don't like the dancing? <laughs> the dancing. <laughs> Come on, now. All right, he yeah. stuck the landing on the Bollywood ending. <laughs> uh, but he also did a movie last year or this year called Yesterday. Mm-hmm. I heard about I saw that. yesterday. You, oh, you saw man. it? The Beatles. Uh, I didn't know what to think about this movie because it's a very, you know, kind of audacious conceit saying that what would happen if uh, the world woke up tomorrow and didn't know the Beatles existed, didn't have any of the, the things, uh, uh, any of the music that they made and all that stuff. And so I watched this with very low expectations, but I know that Danny Boyle generally is like right in my, right in my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that. <laughs> uh, and despite it like having all kinds of rom-com tropes despite it having the manic pixiest manic pixie dream girl i have ever seen Mm. in cinema Mm. and despite really having a one-note premise i really enjoyed this movie i liked it too i really enjoyed (laughs) this movie i'll tell you what what is very good about this is uh hamish uh, patel or himish patel Mm -hmm. uh who plays the the main guy who after a blackout that's unexplained he wakes up and he's the only person, one of very few people that remembers the Beatles songs. And he's a musician. So he basically like writes, rewrites all these songs from scratch. And it turns out to a better thing than you would think. Like it, it mm-hmm. actually works better because of his performances. He actually sings and plays in this, uh, because of his charisma. And like it, it just kind of moves. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's a good movie. Uh, what's, what's really curious about this is that. It's not just the Beatles that has changed. There's little innocuous things that have changed that don't exist anymore. Yeah, it's it's like sliders. Yeah, well, well like, like sliders. He, there's one. There's yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, sliders was a bomb ass show. Yeah, listen, no, it's Jerry, a great show. Jerry O'Connell's amazing in that. Yeah, no, but like, there's no Beatles and no Coke. It was only Pepsi. Right, exactly. Ugh. And like, uh, like he, he's on there talking to his roadie, and he's like, "Man, I would murder a cigarette right now." And the guy's like, "What are cigarettes?" Yeah, <laughs> like, like this little pepper thing, and it cuts to him googling. He's like, "Oh, what the fuck?" <laughs> so the Beatles are responsible for cigarettes. Well, it's interesting because. You could tell that the Beatles thing would lead to something else. So, for example, there's no oasis in this world, which that makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. If there's no Beatles, there's no oasis. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then there's little things like Coke and cigarettes and sliders <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, and so he plays around with it 
a lot more satisfyingly than I expect. Where it does itself no uh, no favors is the whole Lily James thing. Lily James is so talented and so wonderful, but she is just a puppy dog in love with this guy and will go to the ends of the earth for him. And well, wouldn't you if your guy was John Lennon rolled up with uh, Ringo Starr, rolled up with George Harrison, rolled well, up with she was a puppy dog before yeah, that's all that the, stuff. That's happened, the whole too. point of the movie. She yeah, loved him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't need the Beatles. Not yeah. giving a shit about this movie. Does it end with him waking up back <laughs> and the Beatles still exist? Um, I mean, I don't know if I want to give it away, but uh, if I were to, it, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it ends very weirdly. Okay. Yeah, but good. Is it, it like a Bollywood fun. dance scene? Like- no. <laughs> I tell you what. No. Uh, this is actually the the stickiest landing that he's he's really? had. Actually, okay. like it, the, the characters resolve. You know, spoiler. The 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 two get together. But like, there's there's a satisfying plot thread, and uh, he even has like uh, some sort of interactions uh, with with the tangential nature of the the band too that, that actually turned out to be very satisfying none of what you just said makes sense he has some <laughs> I- interactions with he meets the tangential. john lennon that's oh, what i figured yeah. yes. like john lennon if there never were the beatles right. correct oh. so he's still alive he's like yes. an old, yeah <gasps> and that's part of the thing that's part of the yeah. thing that actually was very the cool i'm pointing at you yeah. yeah i love the beatles this is a movie for beatles fans yeah. oh, no no i mean i i like the beatles but i'm not a beatles Fan. I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I secretly love romantic comedies. Okay, secretly, mm-hmm. I loved romantic not a comedies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic. I, I really liked. Uh, I liked the love story. I think it could have done it a little better, but the premise was actually on in like the background of like the character development. All right, yeah. I'll tell you what. What this movie suffers from though, fucking Ed Sheeran. Oh, fucking yeah. Ed Sheeran. That was the funniest man. part of the trailer. Yeah, yeah, no, there's too much Ed Sheeran in He's this. He's in the bullshit. movie a lot. He's too. There's too much. The Ed part Sheeran. where he says to do dude instead of Jude <laughs> was the best part. The only part of the trailer that I like. Yeah, that gets hammered <laughs> a little too hard in the movie. God damn it! Why yeah. do they always do that? Uh, Kate McKinnon is also fantastic. She's, in she's amazing. Yeah, she she should have just had a trailer that said Kate McKinnon's in this, and I would have gone. Yeah, yeah. No, this is uh, oh. this. Is, I like this movie. I think you would probably enjoy it if you All watched right. it. All mm-hmm. right. All right. I think you would probably enjoy it if oh, you watched it. Oh, yeah. I've got it. it in there, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we want to do a couple questions? Question. Question. I got something to say. I want the truth. I am listening. All right. We got time for a couple of questions. Let me pull that thing up here. Uh, oh, this is a fun one. If you could only watch content from one studio for the rest of your life, including their back catalog, which would it be? With a, uh, all right. yeah. uh, without Paramount, you lose the Mission Impossible franchise. Without Warner Brothers, you lose DC, both live, action, and animated. That means all the stuff before DCEU um, and The Matrix. And without Disney, obviously, you lose all the Disney stuff. Now the Marvel, LucasArts, all that stuff. Without Universal, you lose Back to the Future, etc. What do you guys think? This is an interesting question. I don't think it's been posed before. Yeah, it's one that also is probably the most research-intensive questions yeah. because you have to kind of go through a lot of stuff. Like, I guess you would have to go through, here are my favorite movies. How many of them are this studio yep. or whatever? Now, you, are, you and I are going to have the same answer here. Oh, yeah? Paramount is the one that I would not want to be able to lose because it's got Godfather. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got Mission Impossible, obviously, but it's also got uh, some of the best comedies that have ever been made. Airplane, mm-hmm. uh, Trading Places, which I know you don't like. Uh, uh, it's got Coming to America. <gasps> Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, a lot of these Eddie Murphy movies were Paramount. Of course, yeah. Wayne's World was Paramount, all these. Um, so, so mainly because of the comedy aspect of it, 
uh, I wouldn't want to lose Paramount. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't imagine my life not being able to watch something like The Godfather, uh, the the spectacle. We're actually rewatching with my son all the Mission Impossible movies nice. again, um, and so like just going back and like seeing those set pieces. I want to watch those again. I've seen all the Star Wars movies. Now I love Star Wars. I've seen all the Star Wars movies multiple times. I can live without seeing. I've seen all the Disney movies multiple times. I can probably live with that. I've seen all the Marvel movies multiple times. I can live without seeing those ever again. Now, are we lumping Disney and Fox all together That's on this question? Was, yeah. uh, we can we can pull out Fox. I think since it's so recent. What? So you say if you pull out recently enough, then they're. I've heard that that's the, that's the strategy. Yeah, I've heard that's yeah, the strategy. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I would say Disney because Disney owns so much IP. Yeah. Like they, and I grew up watching Disney films, obviously like Aladdin and all that, like the cartoon musicals that I love. But like, they, I, I want to watch The Mandalorian and stuff like that. That's mm. going to be coming out, and fully intend to have my friends do that for me. Well, and uh, <laughs> you know, I just I don't know. I just feel like Disney at some point's going to own that's a what, bit that's... of everything. So I feel like Disney's the safest play because they're like the most the most like corporately ruthless company. That's true. And they're eventually going to own everything at some point. So yeah, of course we run into a, a weird problem with this, right? Because there are uh, classically star Wars is Fox. Um, you mentioned the Terminator in your answer. Uh, the Terminator has been with a million different studios. Yeah. Mm. It was Orion. It was yeah. Warner brothers at one time. <laughs> it was, it's been paramount, but um it's uh, a million different things so like i guess i guess what whatever they own now is probably the best way to go about it even though i still classically think of star wars as fox mm. just because of that's what the first six movies were yeah and like everything before that you know i mean there's a ton of other stuff that came in before that but um yeah but start but disney owns them so yeah what are you gonna do you know i mean episode nine notwithstanding could you live your life without seeing a Star Wars film again? Yeah, sure. I could too. I, I actually didn't think I enough. was. I actually didn't think I was going to see another one again after Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah, think right. it was ever going to happen, yeah. so I was fine with it. Well, yeah. and uh, I think I could also go my whole life without seeing almost any movie you could throw out, though. That's the dilemma. Like, yeah. So basically, Except like for the Martian. Like, well, it's funny. I'm the way I, I don't know the studio behind the Martian is Universe Fox Fox. Yeah, Fox. So I, I wouldn't have known that off the top of my head, despite having seen the movie fifty times. <laughs> um, I'm tempted to lean Paramount because one thing we haven't discussed is they own Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if I had to give up Star Trek, that would be really difficult. But in the spirit of this podcast and the question, I'm going to have to go with Warner Brothers because I have historically said the Matrix is my favorite movie of all time, and it is. Um, and then I would also still be able to watch The Dark Knight. I think uh, between The Matrix and The Dark Knight, those are the two movies I've watched the most, period, in like total number of times. Yeah. Mm. And so for those that, just to keep those two on my rotation, I'm going where you got watch. Harry Potter too, man. Eh, yeah. Shit about that. Warner, Brothers, <laughs> Warner Brothers also has Goodfellas. Uh, there were a lot nice. of like, uh, like big time 70s and 80s movies that I was considering for Warner Brothers. And Warner Brothers has a huge, obviously, library as well. So. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. <laughs> Stop trying to shit on my pick. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. You're still shitting on my pick. <laughs> I think I have to go with Todd and say Disney just because yeah. I think they're turning into like Taco Bell from Demolition Men. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love here. Actually, it was yeah. Pizza Hut in all other countries. <laughs> yeah. A, oh, lot of, right. a lot of love here for Demolition Man. Where that's a, it's, a that great, it's a great movie. I yeah. mean, they're just going to devour everything else in the studio wars. Yeah. <laughs> At some point. Like not not to stop the fun conversation and get philosophical about politics, but at some point that 
like Congress will not let them own everything just yeah. from anti-trade, mm-hmm. antitrust, whatever the fucking buzzword is. Mm-hmm. Stuff, yeah. So uh, I think we're going to end up with two, maybe. Yeah. Disney, yeah. Disney monolith and all the others. But <laughs> I don't think they will actually ultimately literally buy everything because I don't yeah. think the government will let them. I hope not. That would suck if they did. It because really would. Then they could charge you whatever the fuck they wanted. To watch yeah. It. Mm-hmm. I was looking because I don't really know the studios very well. And just looking from that question, I was thinking, oh, Universal, because I love Jurassic Park and I love Jaws. Mm. And those are two of my favorite movies. But then when I was really thinking about the one movie that I couldn't live without, um, it's Terminator 2. Oh, okay. All time favorite movie. And I don't know who, what that would be. So whatever that one is. So Terminator 2, I believe, was Carol Co. uh, And I can't remember who was behind Carol Co. Because that was the actual company mm -hmm. that you see at the beginning. And I think maybe Warner Brothers was behind them. I saw TriStar when I was. TriStar. It might actually was TriStar. Now that I think about it, it's TriStar. Uh, But, uh, but yeah, that that would be Sony. You would start getting into the mm-hmm. Sony stuff at that yeah. point. Um, if you pick Carolco, you get uh, Total Recall, the first one, and Ooh. Basic Instinct. Ooh. <laughs> hey, I can trick off to both of those movies. And, and yeah. Cutthroat yeah. Island. Oh, nice. Wait, is that the one that's also the Muppets? No. no. <laughs> that's, that's Disney's Treasure Island. Oh, pardon me. It was a Muppet, was a Muppet Treasure Island. And then it was... Um, Cutthroat Island, Gina Davis, maybe, a Matthew yeah. Modine. In fact, yeah. this that's, is, that's probably the reason why Carolco went under. I think so, yeah. Cutthroat Island. Yeah, yeah. yeah because it was... It was a huge disaster like it was one of those 200 million budget and then it made two dollars because they cast matthew modine as a swashbuckler yeah what the fuck were you thinking i I actually watched that movie opening weekend Mm. oh you were the one (laughs) well rennie harlan had a decent track record up to then Mm -hmm. gina davis was great i mean we hadn't had a big pirate movie that was any good this is i probably paved the way for johnny depp's franchise yeah but the score is fantastic oh yeah cutthroat island has a great score it's hard it's hard to make a pirate movie with having a bad score that was the year that was 95 it was the year of two big huge water disaster was it water 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 world yeah which is the best movie ever made i I mean it's up there (laughs) it's it's certainly up there with congo (laughs) yeah it is it is no what i wanted to go with if i were being all prestige is a24 because a24 has Uh, the highest batting average i think of any studio that's produced over i don't know 20 25 films Mm -hmm. you know hereditary moonlight Lady Bird, uh fucking uh eighth grade under the silver lake i loved a lot uh, and I, I can't wait to see the lighthouse. That's going to be, mm, I've heard that's, that's really going to be good. a lot of fun. Yeah. It's got the witch too. Uh, yeah. mm. <laughs> the, witch. <laughs> the witch, pardon me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I hate yeah. like all of those movies. <laughs> like all those movies are like terrifying. Watch, watch out time. for that. Go. What's his name? I saw Black Phillip. I've got some bad Black. news for you. Oh. Todd, eighth grade is not terrifying. It sounds terrifying. Uh, actually, it, it is terrifying. Yeah, yeah. It sounds terrifying. Yeah. I'm afraid to watch that movie. Eighth grade? Yeah. You haven't seen it yet? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, you would so all love eighth good. grade. I know I would love it, but I also know I would like cringe hard at my own. Oh, yeah, you will. Like teenageness. I'll like, yeah. I'll like go ahead and give you my copy. You I've got it. it. You I've got, got a copy. I just haven't watched it yet. <laughs> all right. I, so just good. like my copy of Manchester by the Sea. Oh, yeah. That too, that's, that that's a different story. I know. I know. That is a downer. That's what they said. That's why I haven't watched it yet. Yeah. Hot take from Mike. Uh, be prepared to be per- depressed. I gotta be in the mood to be down. I saw Jexy in theaters just because I wanted a movie. Is that what it's called? Yeah. 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 Just because I wanted a movie that wasn't like serious. Is it, is it funny? I thought it 
it was pretty good. I liked the preview. I thought yeah, the preview got was a thirteen. What would have been funny is yeah. if you would have been, you would have been like, I saw this movie Jexy, and you're like, and you're like, is that how is, is that is that the name of it? And we're like, yes. And then you described another movie that wasn't. He's <laughs> <laughs> killing a sacred deer. <laughs> yeah, he puts this cloud makeup on. <laughs> That's, that's like that'd be the perfect one too uh, <laughs> I, I went to go see the joker and i was like i had a bad day at work i was like i don't want to see a, ba- mm. like a downer i want to go see like a goofy movie it, it was good yeah, yeah. You, know, you made a good choice yeah yeah uh one more yeah, yeah. one more sure. uh question for the podcast name your favorite performance by an actor or actress who only appears in one scene the right answer this person says is christopher walken <laughs> in pulp fiction which is correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? What, read the question again. The actor or the character? Uh, well, the actor slash character, actress slash character is only in one scene in the movie. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to ponder. You guys go first. Right. Uh, well, obviously, you you wrote something about uh, Blake and Glengarry Glenn Ross. I'm not going to say that either because I think that is just as up there as the walking I stuff, do too. too. Yeah. So, like, it's as Alec famous as anything. Amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's cameo in Celebrity. DiCaprio basically is playing a, a sort of a version of himself in Celebrity. Yes. And uh, he is he is like just tearing up this hotel room and everything yelling. I think he's yelling at Kenneth Branagh or somebody. Yeah. And uh, and he's just I mean, he's just yelling and just swearing and everything. And it's just funny seeing DiCaprio this way because it's right after Titanic mm-hmm. and everything. And it's just not his norm. It's not the normal way we see DiCaprio. It's more like DiCaprio as Johnny Depp, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yeah. And it's just him tearing up this hotel room and yelling and like, you know, you know, like all these women are around and yep. there's just drugs everywhere and and everything and it's just a funny scene now that's more of course that is more cameo than a scene like a blake or a christopher walken yeah or anything like that but it is a it is a good one is that a good movie i don't remember it being a good movie <laughs> I, I remember being cringy about the have you ever seen celebrity? i have not i have not he's uh kenneth branagh esteemed shakespearean actor yeah, I, okay. He's kenneth Branagh, yeah. is doing a woody allen impersonation the entire movie that sounds oh. god awful there, there <laughs> is the there is the line at the end where the guy is considering making an all-black version of birth of a nation yeah, yeah. Whoa, <laughs> that's a bad idea yeah yeah i think that's exactly what the movie is saying uh, uh but uh but that's somebody like throwing out these ideas and everything at the end and yeah. somebody says that but and there's an there's an idea about everybody being famous or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. yeah but uh but yeah that's the that's the one dicaprio I, there's a several others i thought of but let's go with that's that one. one what do you think i was gonna say another cameo probably my favorite cameo is bill murray in the first zombie line. yeah <laughs> <That's mine. laughs> is that yours cool. that was gonna be mine yeah well it's too Aww. late it's mine now just because it was unexpected and it was hilarious <laughs> yeah 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 it's funny about that scene, though. I, I get what you're saying. It is out of nowhere and everything. That scene could be completely excised from the movie, though, and it would be the same movie. Right. right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We I just agree. watched this fairly recently. And, yep. and like, it's funny. But like, everything about it is, is stupid. It's funny, yeah. but it's stupid. Like, why would he fucking walk up on Jesse Eisenberg <laughs> right? as a fucking zombie, <laughs> yeah. expecting anything other than to get shot? Mm-hmm. 
Somebody said actually in the comments we did a sense video for this. Somebody said in the comments that he was too high to realize what he was Listen, doing. Listen, I have been high a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I have never been so high as to think a prank like that would end in anything but tragedy. Mm -hmm. Weed does not explain that shit. Now, yeah. if you wanted to come at me with coke, some speedballs, <laughs> some LSD, yeah, I mean, probably. you're on those a lot, too. Uh, well, I'm just saying they have a, they have a stronger kick. Yeah. And then they just move on. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. Exactly. And they just go on. There's yeah. no morning process right. for it. They're just like, ah, all right. Well, we already thought he was dead. Yeah. Uh, who's, is it me or going in a circle? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I feel like I've used these answers before, but they're just the right answers. So I'm going to say Bill Hader and Pineapple Express. Nice. In the opening scene. Yeah, of the, that's a of, good one. Speaking of weed. Item <laughs> nine is the bee's knees. And mm -hmm. then um, uh, Chris Hemsworth in the opening of 2009 Star Trek. Uh, yeah. yeah. From Star Trek. Mm -hmm. Where he exhibits more charisma in 10 minutes as a captain of that ship, Kirk's dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, then, uh, well, every show except Next Generation in the original ever ever showed. Mm -hmm. Like, you look at that captain from Deep Space Nine. Come the fuck on. That dude's <laughs> Is boring. That Bacula? No, Deep no. Space no. Nine. No. no. The, the, Is I don't know the Gru? actor's name. No, it's a big, tall black man. Idris Elba? No. No, this is no, the 90s. This is the 90s, Jen. <laughs> I can't think of his name. Ben Sisto, I think, was the character's name. Yeah. I don't remember Avery that. Brooks. Thank you. Uh, he was boring as hell. Oh, yeah? Uh, fine actor. This is probably what they wrote for him, but that captain had no charisma. Holy fuck. That had 173 episodes? Yeah, they yeah, ran dude, forever. Deep Space Nine has a... Has a Fierce following. There are people that think it's the best Trek ever, and they're Fuck. all wrong. I, 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 knew it was on. I knew it was on for a while, but 173 fucking episodes. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically cheers in space with nobody <laughs> laughing. <laughs> well, you sold me on it. Uh, I think my answer, well, my answer would be Sigourney Weaver in a movie that I don't want to spoil, but. Um, oh, I know no. what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. It is, That's but I one. love uh, Tony Todd in Final Destination. Yeah. I, I love him so much just in general, and he just has this presence about him. That He's just, got that voice. Yes, and it's, and it's just, I love it so much. Mm -hmm. I like that movie a lot. What is his cameo in, in uh, Final Destination? He is the mortician. Yeah, he's the guy oh. that knows the rules yeah. of death. He knows death's oh, design. Right. He knows okay. the shit that's going down, He man. comes yeah. back in at least the second one. I think so. He's got another scene in there, too. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen all five of them? <laughs> no, I stopped it. The third no, one is the roller coaster I one. I had to get up and leave the room with the roller coaster scene because that was just so good. Oh, yeah. But I love the second one a lot. The first one is my favorite, but there's just this element of people not believing you, and then all of a sudden they can't deny the it anymore. The second one, that... that fucking interstate crash yes. is one of the most spectacular th things I've ever seen I think in so any too. Mm -hmm. so. That's amazing. Mm. Uh, since Mikey took mine, I'm just going to go with the bear and the revenant. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I think it, he crushed it, man. She makes the most out of her screen time, yeah, for I sure. Mean, yeah, yeah. He crushed it, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he crushed it. Oh man. I was gonna go with uh, Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street, but oh. he's he's in multiple scenes. He is, yeah. Uh, so it's cheating a little bit, and he's also playing himself. Just <laughs> yeah. exactly. Uh, Exactly. So, so I'm going with one that probably very few people have seen. It's Uma Thurman in Nymphomaniac Volume 1. I am interested. What is happening? <laughs> just on. like bringing this movie up. Yeah. I watched it again yesterday. Uh, of, course of course you, you did. did. Not the whole thing, just the scene. So you were home alone. Probably uh, uh, not. No. Most of the time, if you run into Barrett, he's like, I just saw Nymphomaniac yesterday. <laughs> Listen, listen. I don't. If you like Lars von Trier, you probably like this movie. If you don't like Lars von Trier, 
this is a good movie. This okay. is literally a good movie. It's I'm pornographic. Uh, it has real sex in it, not by the actual Shia LaBeoufs, but like the actual like um they do some sort of yeah CGI they do thing. some weird thing with porn actresses Fucking and actors seamless, though. and then make it look like it's the actual yeah. actors yeah so this woman just she's a self-described nymphomaniac where she just goes and and cannot get enough like black snake moan type of mm-hmm. sex and uh it it never catches up with her but finally there's one scene where she's fucking this guy and Uma Thurman, <laughs> she's done fucking, and Uma Thurman with her three little kids comes up to her apartment and to confront her and her husband, basically having this affair. And she is unfucking hinged. She's like, uh, you know, she's telling her kids like, this may be the last time that you're going to see daddy. And she sits down next to, <laughs> she sits down next to Stacy Martin, the nymphomaniac. Mm. And she's like, would it be possible for the kids to see the whoring bed? <laughs> and they take him into the bed and she's like, you know, sit on the bed, you know, think about this moment. Really think about it. Because you're going to be telling your therapists about it. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so great. And she's keeping it together. Another dude shows up, and she's like, she invites him in, and she's like, she sits them all down. She's like, mm, menage a toi. I see that this, I wasn't giving you what, uh, what you were, <laughs> the exotic oh stuff you were looking God. for. And so all this is hilariously uncomfortable and all this stuff. And it's it, a funny scene, despite, you know, how it sounds how it's, hilarious. It's <laughs> but at the end of it, she goes out and she takes the kids down. And she's in the stairwell and she just goes, <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's just like, the fuck are we going to do? <laughs> it's just, it's so great. Oh, jeez. It sounds like right. Lars von Trier, man. Sounds hilarious. I feel oh, bad for your God. ears when you edit this podcast. Yeah. yeah. I don't. You're the one that was responsible for it. Oh, my God. That is such a good scene. Oh, it comes out of nowhere. Like an actual like star comes in here and just masterfully. Man, Shia is really offended you just said that. Yeah. God. <laughs> Shia, Shia is so fucking gross in this movie. Like, he's gross, but he's gross in this movie. <laughs> mm. Like, uh, and it was, this is Nymphomaniac one. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's two. There's two. Oh, okay. It's yeah. like it, but sex. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Kill uh, Bill, but the for s- fucking. The yeah. second one. <laughs> <laughs> that was the tagline. Actually. Yes. The second one's not terrible, uh, but the first one is the one that you want to see. I mean, it sounds like I want to see both of them. It's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. No, I swear to God, this is a good movie. You've seen it before, right? I've seen part one. I didn't see oh, it. I thought you were going to say I've seen parts of. It. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Thrilling. No, no. <laughs> Uh, I, I've seen part one. I've not seen part two. I've seen the parts with the close-up intercourse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, where the porn stars were in there. That's mm-hmm. the part I saw. Yeah, it is. It is <laughs> you, pretty. You, you it is saw pretty the Pornhub cut. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And <laughs> did then, you like the movie though overall? No, the first one. Yeah, yeah. I haven't yeah. seen. Like I said, I haven't seen, seen the second one. But yeah, the first one I thought was was decent. Yeah, yeah. I watched it for the articles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for sure. Exactly. Still on Skarsgård. She's talking about like uh, like uh, swallowing this dude's load. <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> you were saying something? Not like my Stellan Scars card. Not my Stellan Skateboard. Never would. <laughs> There's a whole sequence about this guy who's saving his semen for his wife, and she steals it. Oh, yeah. Christmas is coming and he up. Turns it right. into, isn't he turning it into like a Fibonacci sequence or something like that? that? Sounds He's trying right. to like break it down mathematically. It sounds like, right. A man can only produce a load every 30 seconds and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. 30 seconds? <laughs> it's not trying hard enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Anyway, uh, sorry. All right. Uh, I would recommend <laughs> that. We went blue hard at the yes. end of this yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of loads, here's our next segment. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, we can do one more question or we can wrap nah, it up. I think we're good on this now. Um, <laughs> on that, dude. <laughs> we're done. We're not giving you any more opportunities. <laughs> That'll do it for this episode. Please keep going to Syncast presented by CinemaSins on Facebook. And uh, um, we also have SoundCloud. We also have CinemaSins Twitter. Uh, we have um, a Discord. If you want to get on Discord, you haven't been on there, go to Facebook and I'll give you a link. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have, uh, what else do we have out here? That's uh, Where can people find the Horror Virgin folks? Yes. Uh, really, uh, any podcast app, the Horror Virgin, um, the Horror Virgin.com, or actually it's just HorrorVirgin.com. We dropped the, the, nice. the yeah. um, you know, uh, I have a friend who's a pop star. I told me to do that. Um, <laughs> and uh, at Horror Virgin uh, on pretty much all the socials. We have Facebook group, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Let me Thank tell you so much for having us. Yeah. Th- their podcast, the Horror Virgin podcast, is really, really well done. I was very impressed by not only the, the audio quality itself. Why, thank you. But how much you guys get along with each other. And that's something that we prize above all, essentially, on, on, on kind of our shows that we've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Get a lot of good vibes from you guys. Well, that's why they brought me on. I'm a, a therapist. In my <laughs> so I just, I just kind of mediate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's, it's fantastic. Oh, I love yeah. the idea of the show. You guys do a great job. I'm, I'm very glad that we had you guys on. Today. Yeah, thank you so oh, thank much. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Get you some horror virgin. There you go. <laughs> I begged to have it be called something else yeah. for the record. Yeah, because I'm the horror virgin well, and like, I have to live with that. Well, <laughs> so. As soon as you see one movie, you're no longer horror virgin. Well, that's Uh-oh. true. I'm a horror whore. Well, they asked me to be on the podcast. And of course, <laughs> my mom's like, what podcast are you on? I'm mm. like, the horror virgin. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that doesn't sound very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They say the word in church. Yeah, mm-hmm. they that's do. That's how they I've do. sold it to myself. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's in exactly. scripture, man. That yeah. word is yeah. totally cool. with God. That's right. I hear it's also in Nymphomaniac 1. Yeah. Um, not in not not for long. It's the very beginning. It's the very beginning. So, yes, we would like to thank Jen, Todd, and Mikey. Uh, that'll do it for this week. It's Chris Atkins and Jeremy Scott and Barrett Sherrill. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit cinemasins.com. I honestly did exactly what that shirt wanted me to do, which was just look right past everything yeah. and assume it was an exorcist shirt. Yeah. Yeah. It just says T Rexorcist. Well, my son That's is awesome. really into it. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's five. Well, I got on well, he'll grow into, <laughs> he he'll grow into it. He'll grow into it. He'll grow into it. All right. I got on this podcast and then my mom got me a t shirt for Christmas that says, Ask me about my podcast. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, my God. That's something my mother would do. There's no way my parents listened to it. If they did, they got five minutes in and started a prayer chain. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, it was definitely not great, especially for Darren Aronofsky. For you, (laughs) what the the fuck was he doing with that movie? I don't know. Did it make money? No, no, uh, probably not. I, I I think now it's possible worldwide it did, uh, but I think it was pretty expensive to make, and it didn't do it didn't do well here. Um, those rock to Google. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're just going to box office mojo this shit. <laughs> I love box office mojo. That's like my one segment in the show, and right. I'm at box office mojo all the time. <laughs>
Jen does all the hard work on I the do, show. I do um, absolutely nothing. 100, 101 million domestic. It <laughs> made what was the budget? Production though? budget was 125 million. So. It made uh, 362 worldwide. So it, it broke even. Money. But how, yeah, how much money did they, they spent to, to promote it? It probably broke even. It's yeah. usually you have to be twice as much as yeah, the production. Yeah, I've heard budget. that too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, well, yeah. I mean two fi- I mean it would have been two fifty would have been breaking even. So it yeah. did all right, I guess. But yeah. it's not like they're gonna make a sequel. Who are they, who are they gonna follow? Aaron? Yeah. Uh, it's, not gonna, it's not gonna do. It. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, I'd like to. <laughs> I guess that would be the Moses story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd love to see Aaron. <laughs> yeah, just be the most. It could be anything. Yeah, but it's about like a biblical figure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aaron. It's about spelling, Aaron Spelling. Right. Who's your favorite Bible character? Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> bar none. The bar none. Brother Aaron. Of Moses? Yeah, Aaron. Yeah. yeah. Badass. He's the one that yeah. can explain what he was talking about. Well, that's so, true. So it would just be him running around cleaning up all these messes and it's like, jams and all that getting himself into. Damn it, Aaron. <laughs> I always loved how many people in the Bible had like impossible to pronounce names, but they were never like important to the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. just like tertiary characters. Right. Yeah. Makes yeah. you think. Makes you wonder, yeah. huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you you know, guy can't pronounce his name. He's not important. <laughs> he's not. He's not the Messiah. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty well heathens in here. I hope we're not offending. Oh any. no, no, not at all. Although I will say, I did go to seminary, but nice. I—that's how I knew who Aaron was. Please, mm-hmm. uh, but, but yeah, I uh, don't really believe. All right, that's great. I'm, right. Not, I'm not trying to oh, and, change your mind. I'm just by the way, to I have listened to your podcast. Let the fucks fly. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> yes, Let the thank fucks you. fly. Thank you. I like to think we could control ourselves if we tried, but mm-hmm. I was talking oh, we can. I'd like to think enough. that too, In Jen. fact, Barrett adds five fucks for every sentence <laughs> that he has. Just so. dropping them in every once in a while. Yeah. Nice. I got my brother's kids coming for Thanksgiving and I'm already worried. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, will you pass the fucking checks mix? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween three, and then uh, Amityville two, hmm. and then um, I like that one. Was it like a countdown? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad you got, got the that. Part one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> this Korean film called Demon Thetus. Oh, I nice. saw that picture. I was like, I might watch that movie. You would yeah. love it. Yeah, it was kung fu against a demon, and then a what? Ghost, a ghost like kept trying to have sex with this woman. It was bad right. shit. You had me at sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to my world guys <laughs> our podcast is really mikey and me like being gross to each other and jen face palming i have slowly turned into marge simpson <laughs> with a little lisa mixed in yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not bad remember the episode where the, the vacuum yeah, the vac- <laughs> that's the, i think that's the one where he cheat where he's about to cheat on her and he keeps seeing signs of marge mm-hmm. and then there's the Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> it's just a maid with a vacuum <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes he, he, she finds a turkey behind his yeah. bed <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. says oh Margie you came and you found me, me a turkey, turkey. Yeah. Yeah. on my that's vacation that's the first time I'd ever heard that song and I oh, thought wow. that was really? the lyrics I thought that she really? gave him a turkey <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah, it's funny. It's like they they made the Michelle Pfeiffer like cheat character like like a, an exact female uh, same as Homer, except like super hot. Yeah, yeah. like right. like she's not yeah. big or anything. <laughs> she's not balding or anything. It's just okay. just we'll be going down together. I mean, getting off. Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just push the button. press the button on the stimulator. I mean, the elevator. <laughs>
it will have lots of uh, weird blood in it. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, like paint looking blood. Yeah, paint uh-huh. looking and blood. And probably a BDSM sex room. Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, there's a lot of that. There's... Actually, I'm into it. Let's do this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Strangely, not a whole lot of nudity in Argento I'm out. film. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's like, uh, like some fleeting glimpses mm-hmm. here and there. Hmm. That's basically the story of my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take a fleeting glimpse. Yeah. 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 That's my dating profile name. <laughs> <laughs>